0: This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Visit voicesofwrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling.
1: You are listening to the flagship podcast with your hosts, Joe Lanza.
0: And then Shibata comes back with chapin fucking that's a tremendous conversation
1: and rich craig i live a horrible existence so all right triple a very
0: hard on yourself just for never being on a boat i mean uh. well you know why
1: don't i know anybody who owns a boat and we are live here on the flagship podcast i'm rich craig he is the king of banter mr joe lanza joe what's happening
0: fired up, ready for a big time show.
1: What yeah, so well, so here I got I have a conundrum that I want you to try to solve and maybe the listeners can try to solve as well. Are you, are you down for that and then we'll talk wrestling?
0: They can't solve anything.
1: Uh, well, we'll see. Hopefully they can because I need this conundrum solved. So, all right.
0: Bunch of dopes. Here's anyway. the
1: scenario. <laughs> Jesus. I for I for the record listeners, I want you to help me on this and I believe you're smart and you guys can help me on this. So, so don't let me down though. Joe obviously thinks very low of you guys. I very highly of you guys. But okay. So here's the conundrum. Nurse and I, we used to do a Halloween party all the time. For years and years and years, we'd host a Halloween party at a world apartment or whatever. We moved to this new house, and we did it one time or whatever, and then we we stopped doing it. And then, obviously, last year was COVID and yada, yada, yada. So she has the idea this year, let's do a Halloween party. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, to me, I don't really care. It's not that big of a deal to me. They're fun. You know, they're fun. But hosting a party, you're a man who doesn't seem like he enjoys hosting parties. Is that, is that a correct assumption on my behalf? I'd
0: rather jump in a pit of
1: fire. (laughs) I figure. I figure that's what you would rather do. So, um, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right, fine, cool. So like I, I start asking a bunch of my friends and a bunch of people and everyone's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. No. So we get, we get a good amount amount of people that are are down to come to this Halloween party. I get a text probably about 24 hours later saying, did you invite people to the Halloween party already? And I said, yeah. And she goes, I work that day. Don't do that. Like tell them, tell them it's off. And I got friends that are like, oh, it's been, oh man, it's so great. We haven't done that in forever. <laughs> like, I, I love. I can't wait to do the Halloween party again. I can't wait to go. I can't wait to go. I can't wait to go. So I'm like, "Ah oh, man, I can't let these people down. Like, These people are, are excited about this party again. So I have to go along with the party. I think I have to do it. She's going to come after work and, and, and hang out for a little bit or whatever. So that's fine. The party is happening. It's not that big of a deal. It's fine. I can handle it. It's okay. The problem, though, is, and, and this is where I need your help and, and potentially the listeners' help, I have no idea what sort of quote-unquote costume to be, Joe. She usually thinks of that. You know what I mean? She thinks of some cutesy little thing or thinks, hey, you should do this. And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. I give absolutely zero thought to what quote-unquote costume I'm going to wear for this party. Well, she doesn't give a shit. She's going to come home as a nurse that's taking care of COVID patients still two years later. That's the all the horror that she's going to bring home is, is is that somehow COVID's still a thing and she has to deal with it on a daily basis. Now, uh, that's what she's going to bring. That'll be her costume is, is exhausted nurse. Um... I have no idea what I'm going to be. I have no idea what going to be. And, and that's why I wanted to ask you, Joe and not necessarily for tips on how adult Joe, like what adult Joe would do for, college, cause like I, I can't even fathom the last time that you wore a quote unquote Halloween costume. Am I also correct in assuming that that hasn't happened in quite a while?
0: Probably 2000.
1: That's sooner than I thought. Okay.
0: 2000. I want to say three.
1: That's a lot sooner than I thought. Okay, so what were you in 2003?
0: Um, I got dragged to a Halloween party <laughs> with a girlfriend, and she was Little Red Riding Hood, and I was the wolf.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Um, I approved of that because... Number one, it was like a slutty little red rock. Well, of course. Hood, of course.
1: So. It's, it's Halloween. So, whatever you are, it is a slutty version of whatever that is. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> it was basically lingerie, but hey, I'm a little red rider.
1: <laughs> this is yeah, okay. So, that's why I was fun. curious because you hate a lot of holidays and you hate a lot of fun things and stuff because it, it's just you. But Halloween, like, you, know, you got you to gotta enjoy Halloween, right? I don't
0: have any beef with Halloween. Yeah, Halloween's
1: great. Halloween's good. Um, the, ladies, approve- the ladies of the world, congratulations. You guys do a tremendous job on Halloween. Uh, they, all of
0: yeah, it. listen. Yeah, you keep
1: being we, we off. do, and this you. is my conundrum. Like, I don't care, you know what I mean? Like, whatever she wants to do, whatever thing, I'm like, cool, you do it. This is your holiday, ladies. You just tell me what you want me to do or where you want me to be or whatever. And now I'm in this conundrum where she doesn't give a shit and I'm stuck here. So I don't have a little red riding hood. I can't just be a wolf because then I'm just a wolf, you know, and that's stupid.
0: You could just be the wolf. Why not
1: just be the American wolf? I could just be Davy Richards. I didn't think of that. Mm. Uh, okay. Eh. Um, (laughs) Go over at the party
0: I enjoyed that costume because I was Able to wear like the mask The whole time yes
1: yeah and that I I do kind of so When I'm going to like a rogue Party where I don't know a lot of people the mask Is solid you know what I mean but this is Like a party at my house so the mask is going to be tough because people are going to want me to say stuff and, 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 and do stuff. And, and the mask I might thought, be tough. Uh,
0: your, your story confused me because, as usual, you're a motor mouth and you talk 10,000 miles per hour. <laughs> you said you couldn't host the party.
1: No, but, no, 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 no. I said I am hosting the party. I'm saying the nurse said host this party. So I hosted the party. And then she oh, said, so oh, I can't come. No, no, no. Well, she's no. (laughs) She screwed up the date. I'm fine. She screwed up the date. All
0: right. Well, someone screwed up the date. Someone
1: screwed up the date, and and, and I was informed by the nurse, invite people to the Halloween party. And then I was informed 24 hours later, oh, don't invite people to the Halloween party. I actually worked that day.
0: Well, she's got to call out of work.
1: (laughs) Because this was her idea. Not that easy. I I, I mentioned that, but uh, she didn't seem to.
0: Okay. Well, then you need to tell these people to hit the bricks. There's no party. Oh,
1: man. They're pretty excited, though.
0: Well, I mean, you know... I think there's some
1: listeners. There's some listeners here that I think are attending as well. So they're going to be a little upset.
0: Not anymore, because now there's no more party. (laughs) You need to to step up and say, look, she screwed up the date. Blame her. There's no party. Plus, she's going to come home covered in COVID. I mean, that's not ideal, right? Not
1: great. No, not great.
0: I don't want to breathe off of those scrubs if I'm trying to have a good time at a party. and And she's bringing home... She's like she's covered in, in, you know, the outbreak virus when she comes in. Yeah, I don't Delta. Want there's just Delta
1: everywhere, whatever new variants are out there. Yeah, she's got it all yeah, over. Yeah, sure. I don't want
0: her Delta. She better, you know, do that whole spray down thing they do in the, <laughs> the fucking hospitals before she comes home because she's gonna, this is gonna cause another outbreak in Chicago when she comes home covered in the virus. This is just a bad idea all around. So I, I don't have a costume suggestion for you. I have a cancel the party suggestion
1: interesting okay and
0: put all of the blame where it belongs
1: <laughs> on the nurse
0: <laughs> on the nurse who clearly um screwed up the dates here at least that's how you're framing it she's not here to defend herself so who knows <laughs> yet
1: <laughs> Yeah, okay, get the story okay. done in the next ten minutes or so, and then uh... she's
0: gonna come storming in the room any second
1: now. <laughs> right, you got about ten minutes to continue this story, and then uh, then we'll move on to something much. Uh... And
0: we're gonna find out it's your fault <laughs> that the date got screwed up.
1: It's even, not, I assure even you. Even if not.
0: it's her fault, we're gonna find.
1: Yeah, out oh no doubt, no, no, yeah, it's my fault for inviting people after she told me to invite people. That that for sure. That's
0: how that's gonna play she, out. How'd you, no. Why'd
1: you why you invite people so soon? I was like, well, I didn't...
0: <laughs> you you were just following directions. I was, yeah, you know. I gotta say, Rich, everyone in your life makes things difficult for you. Uh, Tugging my collar. Yeah,
1: and, and um, my anxious personality doesn't love that. So that's
0: you know. So now you got this party coming over, and uh, you know, I, I, listen, I, I, I don't think there's any reason why you can't cancel this thing. Okay. I, I, I don't. I don't. That's my suggestion. But, but, I. Me canceling the party, all of my friends and people I know would expect that kind of behavior out of me. You might not be the kind of guy with the right kind of energy who could just cancel the party.
1: And that's exactly it. the the It's it's probably too late to do it. I just sent around like a, hey, who's all coming message like two days ago. Because you know me. I'm not about to cancel this party and disappoint people because I'm. Th- I would just think the entire time, oh, my God, I'm disappointing all these people. That wanted to come to my party. That's all if no, if people didn't tell me they were excited, I would just be like, "Hey guys, can't do it." But everyone's like, "Oh, awesome!" And like, I don't want to let those people down. So now, yeah, I'm kind of caught between a rock and a hard place here. That that I, I need wow. to do this, and and uh, so we're getting some suggestions in the chat room. I, I, I in the No Dopes chat room. Obviously, if you're a if you're a Patreon member, $10 subscriber, you can get the live flagships every single week. Uh, Apple Picker was one, which is is good.
0: How do you dress up as an apple?
1: I'm not I just me and then I have an apple in my hand maybe I guess. So Well,
0: that's easy. You bring, maybe you should do that.
1: That's not bad. The fiend Griffin wants me to be the fiend. I'm not I'd have to buy the mask though. That's a pretty expensive mask, right? Oh, yeah, they rip those those dorks off when
0: they sell them that shit. So I'm sure it's very expensive to have, like, that fiend mask. Yeah, with the
1: teeth. I need the, the $5,000 belt, too. So <laughs> that ridiculous belt that they were selling. Yeah. Uh, J-Pop brings up a good one that unfortunately would just not. It, it would work for if, if this Halloween party consisted of listeners to the show, I would wear this costume, but unfortunately it doesn't. Uh, even though there might be a listener or two at this party, it doesn't consist only of those people. So uh, J-Pop says, Stalker Ishikawa. For the costume because that's not bad you could do that pretty easily
0: all you need is a trident
1: that's what i mean you go to spirit halloween buy a trident you're good to go a little face paint a little white face paint and you're good to go so that's yeah. not bad the problem though is how do i explain that i'm who or what a stalker ishikawa is to people at this party there there are like significant others that are coming to this party and that's that's gonna be tough
0: well you see he's a comedy wrestler in japan
1: <laughs> right dragon gate <laughs> it's
0: yeah, that's Yeah, not that's going to be
1: tough. It's not a, a... J-Pop, not a bad idea, though. That is a quick... For anybody listening, quick uh, idea. Stalker Chicago is not a bad one. Not a bad one. And uh, as long as you don't want people to ask you what you are. If you want no attention. Uh, I don't know if that's a good one. Uh, we had two Johnny so, Appleseeds yeah. back-to-back. Two Johnny Appleseeds.
0: Yeah, but no one knows what he looks like. You'll be explaining Yeah,
1: when like I see it. Johnny Appleseed, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, Johnny Appleseed. But then I'm also thinking, I have no idea what Johnny Appleseed looks like. like. It sounds like a good suggestion, but what is... I don't here. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll have to do a quick little look. What is?
0: Why don't you just go get one of those novelty Richard Nixon masks? Or something, <laughs> Richard just,
1: Nixon. Do they still walk. sell the same presidents? Because I, I feel like my entire life it was only like Richard Nixon and uh, and Bill Clinton were like the only two masks yeah. you could purchase. Just
0: walk around doing the peace sign, saying, "I am not a crook." And then, <laughs> you know and, and, and it's topical for 2021 to be richard nixon so you know just just fucking do that Ooh, oh,
1: okay so johnny appleseed i forget he's got the pan on his head he's got like the copper pan on his head
0: i who know who would know that <laughs> I don't who wouldn't know. know that i don't know why would anyone know that i don't know that
1: uh danny You're says i got a dragon lee mask uh, i guess i could wear danny's dragon lee mask but again you know i have an ultimate. i have a uh an Ultimate Dragon Mask around here, I could probably wear if I need to. Um, Carlito suit sells me to go as Carlito, which could work too. Uh, except for the spitting apples at people, might be a little. Uh, I got a COVID nurse coming home and then I'm spitting apples at people. I don't know if that's.
0: Why don't you do what every teen on my block does that's too old to trick or treat? <laughs> Just wear a hoodie. <laughs> Just put on like a football jersey and say you're a football <laughs> right.
1: player. I'm Brian Erlacher. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I'm, yeah. you know. Yeah.
0: That Brian Urlacher reference is about as timely as my Richard Nixon. That's referenced.
1: every kid, every kid that I grew still? up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, still to this day. You
0: retired day. a decade ago. I
1: know because you know what happens is, and here's exactly what happens: teenage kid says, dad, I need a costume. I gotta go out." Or the kid goes out and he's wearing a hoodie, and his yeah, dad goes, "Ah, you gotta wear, you gotta wear something, you need something." Dude. Yeah, and then dad goes into his closet, and dad, of yeah. course, has a Brian Urlacher jersey. Right. And, and that unfortunately is why, yeah, everybody, every kid that comes to my house is still rocking you know an excel brian or lacquer jersey from you know 2003 or something so
0: right right that makes sense yeah yeah because it's it, it, it and
1: i've 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 asked a kid once before and they're like oh, it's my dad's you know what I mean? like they don't care but they're definitely walking out dad goes oh no 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 gets out of his chair you know dad's in his chair
0: he goes ah oh, you gotta you gotta
1: wear something i put something on so um
0: those assholes don't get the full-size bar i can promise you that
1: yeah yeah we'll 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 have our discussion next week about the the halloween candy but yeah that's a tough and it it, i I don't know about you and your area but it's been growing and like my area there was like a lot of kids last year and a lot of them were just rocking like a hoodie with like a hat and i'm like (laughs) no that's not gonna work man you can't can't wear a hoodie and a white socks hat and be like this is my costume it's like that's what you look like normally you gotta
0: give them something because you don't want your house egg yeah for sure
1: oh yeah these kids are are, yeah they could all kick my ass too there's way more of them than there is me so you know it's
0: You get the old toilet paper in the front
1: <laughs> right, you know, so they get can't. something. But yeah, you're right. I, right. I tell them uh, I take one or two pieces, you know. And then the, the cool kids that have a lot of good costumes, they can take you know a whole handful or whatever. Because right,
0: you, you got the shitty basket for the shitty kids, and you've got <laughs> right. the full size bar for the for the cute little kids, you know. But the the teenagers and the hoodies, no, they get the fucking smarties and the. You know,
1: well, uh, I get it bad, too, because I, I live right across from a, a, a school and a lot of kids will just leave from school and they're just come. But they're just wearing what they wore to school. And I'm like, it's not just you don't just ring door. Doorbell- but it's like that's not the I, I don't know what universe you live in. You got to try something, man. You got to do something. You don't just ring doorbells and get stuff.
0: Yeah, there's a trick part of this treat.
1: You know, right. <laughs> like there's got to be something. And I get if you want to just throw a mat if you want to put a screen mask on, fine. You've at least put the screen mask on. You've tried. You've given some effort here. You can't the, just roll up the... in a, a flannel button up and go ding dong. <laughs> no, you don't just get candy. <laughs> you came to my flannel house. Flannel
0: button up, like it's nineteen ninety three. <laughs> Maybe they're Eddie Vedder.
1: I don't know. Right, that's true. Um, I didn't. I didn't ask him. So,
0: <laughs> uh, what about the novelty Richard Nixon mask? It's a classic. It's you know it's,
1: you know, it's high on the list. I will tell you. Uh, everybody keeps going apples here. William Tell. Uh, Warren Taylor says orange Cassidy. Unfortunately, I am. About 90% positive one of my friends is going as Orange Cassidy, so I can't do that. So
0: Well, then why can't you go as Stalker at Chikawa?
1: Well, see, it's, I think it's a lot easier to explain who Orange Cassidy is. You're right. There's no reason not to do that. Yeah, actually, on second thought, I think another friend is coming as Stone Cold Steve Austin, so I, I probably could just pull off the Stalker of Chicago. At Why don't point. you just
0: tell these people to beat it? And you're not having a party. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I got you out of this, already. You
1: did, yeah? you did. But I've gotten myself deeper as only as as I've been more apprehensive to actually having the party. I've gotten myself in deeper because instead of a week ago saying, "Hey guys, the nurse is working, so we're just not going to have the party," I said, "Uh, hey guys, uh, the nurse isn't going to be there, but like I'll still have the party if you guys want me to have the party." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that sort of like classic rich behavior and then everybody was like oh yeah no we'll still come and i was like ah, fuck like, i was really hoping everybody would say oh no you know what that's fine but all these dopes said no no i'll come i'll still come so
0: well do you have to handle refreshments and i would
1: have to handle all that yeah
0: passing out condoms and all that you still got to handle all that stuff excuse me i said handle refreshments and <laughs> The second well, part, no.
1: i <laughs> not. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be one of those. Well, it's a party. party. I just figured people. It's be not one of those down, part. You know? No, yeah, I don't,
0: no. Think, I don't think. I don't think nobody's really hooking up part. at this party. Um,
1: eh, I mean, maybe, but probably not. You're not
0: gonna have to uh, chase people out of your bedroom. <laughs> I finger, don't think getting, so. Yeah. Finger blasted on your bed. You're not gonna I would to
1: certainly do hope happen. not. I mean, I guess that'd be a great party if that did. If it did come to that, that'd be pretty cool. But I, I'm guessing no. I'm guessing like me and my dork friends and their unfortunate significant others are gonna be sitting out in my deck and they'll be talking about wrestling and
0: oh. Yeah. I thought people would be, you know.
1: No, split. I don't think any of my parties really get. Uh...
0: I th- I figured there'd be a lot of devil's lettuce and people getting finger blasted <laughs> on the porch. And, <laughs> you, I... you know, you're but like, if the nurse
1: was there, yeah, but she's not going to be there. So, you know, you
0: go into your bedroom and you're like, Jim, what I tell you about. Ho-
1: <laughs> get out of <this> here.
0: <laughs> classic Jim. Jim. Once again, you know, every party's in here with, you know two knuckles deep. You know, I figured, I don't know. Maybe yeah,
1: no, no, no. There's there's also a nurse party that's going to be happening at my uh, my house in a couple of days as well. Yeah, uh, A gaggle of nurses are going to be coming over, so that should be a...
0: Oh, well, see? Then... I, look, I told you, you better have them prophylactics handy. <laughs> that, you know, that
1: party, you know that party. I don't know. We'll see. That that could get a
0: little. I've listen. I've watched a lot of uh, pornographic films in my day, and nurses seem to be very frisky. <laughs> they so do, yeah. I've, if would, you ever
1: watch Grey's Anatomy, there's uh, there's a lot of. Uh, a lot of don't, they around, don't do so.
0: anything but fuck on that show. Yeah. So <laughs>
1: every time they're you know, in an elevator, it's just immediate. Uh, <laughs>
0: everybody in that hospital is just fucking each other. So I listen. I. Word to the wise, my friend.
1: Yeah, uh, one funky, so. uh oops, one funky, one funky note. had <laughs> slipped there. Uh, says fuck it, Pee Wee Herman, and and I will admit that at one point in my life I did dress up as Pee Wee Herman, but I was like four, and I don't think that'll fit me anymore. And I think a Pee Wee Herman outfit has a different connotation than uh than it did when I was four, or maybe it didn't. I don't know. When did when did he uh, get outed as kind of a weirdo?
0: Um, he got caught beaten off in an adult movie theater.
1: Right, which- right, right.
0: I mean, if you're going to go to an adult movie theater, isn't the whole point? Of <laughs> figure, I figure, yeah. I mean, I didn't really, you know, th- the only reason it was funny is because it was Pee-wee Herman. Because it was Pee-wee, Pee-wee Herman,
1: Havana, yeah, child, and, child, yeah.
0: Right, but I mean, I don't know, I don't have any ill feelings towards Pee-wee Herman for that little trans. Yeah, I guess there. there's probably, I mean,
1: no. given, given what's happened in Hollywood, I, I guess that's one of the better... Um...
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's... Listen, you know...
1: Better than my, better than a Kevin Spacey costume. So, you exactly. Know. Yeah. I mean,
0: if you're gonna hang around adult movie theaters, you kind of have to expect your feet to stick to the floor, right? I mean, it's just it, it, that's what happens there. I would presume. I mean, do you, I don't even know if I can locate an adult movie. Like, do those even like are they real? Yeah. Like, I do don't. So, find one?
1: when I was you know? in uh, when I was in Portland, we f- we stumbled upon one, and it the only reason Tenet. we knew. No, it was, it was, it appeared to be closed. So I don't know. I don't know if it was, it's one of those things that like you look at it and you're like, I can't tell if this has been closed for five years or it's just closed for the night. You know what I mean? It, it had cages. It had, but like, I, I mean, an adult movie theater would probably have the same things to kind of keep people, yeah. I don't know. So,
0: um, <laughs> did you say cages? Yeah. It had
1: like, it had like cage wiring to like lock the doors. You know what I mean? Like, oh,
0: like, I thought you meant like, oh, okay. Never mind.
1: No, 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 no. I know what you're, get your head out of here. Never, never. But uh, no, so we were walking by, and 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 Michelle, you know, the, the nurse is like, oh wow, that's a that's a crazy looking movie theater over there. Goes, it's really small. That's a cool looking movie theater. <laughs> and she said, I wonder if they're still showing movies. And I said, I think that's a porn theater. And she goes, Well, how do you know that? And I was like, I was reading the titles of the movies. And I was like, Have you heard of any of those movies?
0: Well, I mean, and it I was like you- it was like deep
1: attraction, and like you know, like. Deep Attraction, uh, yeah. that sounds awful. Yeah, it was like – but then they, that's the thing. They weren't, like, good. But I guess that's probably the current state of, like, porn theater movies, no. right? No.
0: Don't you ever look on your cable guide at the porn movies? They're not called Deep Attraction, Rich. They're called, like, you know, Busty Milfs. Uh... <laughs> oh, they just
1: get right to it these days?
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, geez. Don't make me pl- – all right. We're going to have to do Joe Reeds' okay, cable all right, guide Okay,
1: That's again. fine. But no, I because think with the – yeah, you're... so – well, but can a movie theater – can an adult movie theater – play Busty Milfs 7 and put that Why on the marquee.
0: That, listen, that's the that's the current market, you know? Okay. I mean, what, what else are they going to play? That's that's what's hot. Sexy stepmoms films. 47. <laughs> like. Yeah, I mean, you know, what did you say? Hot attraction? That sounds <laughs> it was
1: like fatal no, no, it was like it was like yeah, like what was it? It was like native attraction or something. I don't know, even know what it was. It was it was strange. Yeah, it was it was an odd Again, this theater may have been closed since 1984. I, I, I can't be certain of that. So
0: I gotta say, it sounds awful. Whatever
1: it was, <laughs> it didn't look. It did not look like oh, a place no. you want, want to go. So
0: yeah, I can't find my porn channels. Obviously, I haven't been paying for them because I don't even know what numbers they are. But every now and then, I come across these. Because uh, I mean, why would you pay for porn on your TV? I that that, that how did it, how does this even how does that business sustain itself? I don't understand how. that in the, uh,
1: the roadside, uh, ones. I, I understand that, you know, maybe, you know, some truckers or whatever w- would need it. But other than that, who's, who's like pulling off on the yeah, side they, of the road to
0: They have phones, don't they? I mean,
1: that's what I mean. Couldn't you just like pull off into the shoulder and <laughs> get your phone ready to go? So I, yeah, yeah. but they're all there. There's a lot of them still. Yeah. I, I drive in Indiana and they're, they're all over the place in Indiana. So. Oh,
0: okay. Rich, here's the current selections on the, on the porn. All right, yeah. What do you got for me? Um, Airing right now on the Reality Kings channel. Ooh, okay. We have Down on Their Luck Latinas Need a Ride. On okay. the Penthouse channel, we have Stacked 18-Year-Olds Stretched and Satisfied.
1: <laughs> so they just get right to it. They don't...
0: This is what I'm saying, Rich. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I, I kind of respect... You know, I don't respect that. I respect the game of, like, trying to make... Like, I respect the Cinemax game. Where you make it sound like it's a, mov- a real movie... But in actuality, it's just, you know, a, a point. This, what was it? Sexy Latinas need stretching? Like, that's not, come on.
0: Freshman co ed orgies, colon, don't stop till we're all sticky. See, this is what we're dealing with here. Oh, They're man. just.
1: See, that's boring, then- though, right? That's kind of boring.
0: I mean, I don't know what you're into. I'm not what are the gonna... What are the
1: stories of those? What are what's What's the narrative here? Well,
0: I'm glad you asked because there's descriptions on every one of them. So <laughs>
1: I don't know if we did. Okay, fine. Go ahead. On
0: freshman co-ed orgies, don't stop till we're all sticky. It says. Oh dear God. They're young, they're hot, and they want nothing more than to get into a big sweaty pile and mash oh, their big lazy. bodies together. That's lazy.
1: That's lazy. That's really lazy.
0: inexperience and reckless sexual experimentation leads to the hottest group sex you've ever seen. So there you go. Yeah, that's boring.
1: Uh, That sucks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's others here that I'm not going to (laughs) read. Please don't. (laughs) But uh, yeah, they they get way more descriptive than that. Um, Broke and vulnerable, adventurous, eager to please Latinas get lucky in a chance meeting and catch a ride in a car on a hung stud's lap. So that's down on their luck. Latinas need a ride. Airing right now in the reality. See now,
1: okay, so now that, that's not bad.
0: Well, it's a bit of a story there, It's
1: right? a bit of a story, a bit of a narrative. Yeah, you gotta get, you know, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Right, you know, great. I get how a, a porn website would maybe not need, you know, but, but I feel like if you're gonna produce a quote-unquote porno movie, you
0: gotta, you know, you gotta
1: give me something here.
0: You need a little psychology. There's
1: got to be a writer's room, yeah. yeah, where they're thinking, all right, so how do the sexy Latinas get stretched? Like, what are we going to do? And, and yeah, I think you got to at least think of something, right?
0: I want to hear Rich say sexy Latinas get stretched. <laughs> I will never
1: say that ever oh. again. So.
0: You, I felt the embarrassment in your I'm voice. I'm so just, ashamed that I said that, I yes. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, your mother listens to this show, and this is, like, the first half hour. Yeah, so this is the part the she longest.
1: listens to, which is horrifying. So.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, Katsura Schipada came back, Joe. You have helped me in no way with this Halloween thing. The dopey yeah. listeners barely helped. They just give me a bunch of apple jokes. So I don't know what I am. Forget it, Richard Nixon, Joe. I think you Richard actually know Nixon what you did it Richard Nixon God. novelty mask.
0: You've got to do the two piece signs, yeah. and you got to shake, and you got to go. All right, I'm not a crook. All I wonder is there long, better.
1: I wonder be if dead. there's like, is there like, uh, do they sell all? Like, random president mask. Cause I'm thinking, like, a good, like, a Jimmy Carter or something like that would be, f- you know, somebody that they're like, why are you, why are you Gerald Ford? Like, you know, <laughs> I, don't right? like, would, I don't think anyone would recognize you. That's Ford. what I mean. They're like, right. so who are you supposed to be? They're like, you're just a random old dude. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm Gerald Ford. They're like, come oh.
0: on. I'm, I'm Millard Fillmore. I'm James Tyler. James Tyler. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> James K. Polk. <laughs>
1: right?
0: <president? laughs> right. Duh. I mean, yeah, because, like,
1: you know, the Richard Nixon's like, oh, yeah, it's Richard Nixon or whatever. And, like, you know. Yeah, he's got,
0: I, he made the Gadsden Purchase. How do we not know what I'm trying to go for
1: here? Right, <laughs> right I mean, Martin. exactly. Martin Van Buren. Like, come on. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, he's got those mutton chops. <laughs> yeah,
1: right, right, right. There's yeah, a lot of cool. Yeah, because there's a lot of, like, you know, some of these old presidents have some fun looks to them. So they, they'd make some pretty good, uh, you know, William Howard Taft with the, the handlebar mustache. You know, there's some. Didn't he die in the bathtub? Uh, I, yes, I think he was the bathtub something guy. Something like
0: yes. that, or got stuck in a bathtub or yes. something. I believe There's a lot funny. of William Howard Taft lore out there.
1: So. <laughs> Do you read this it William Taft says... lore?
0: <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, that's what you, I think you should go with novelty president yep. mask. Warren G.
1: Harding. and show up. Yeah.
0: yeah. Any, any, yeah, the more obscure the better, yeah. but yeah read up on their wikipedia first so i
1: know act. yeah so i can challenge people and, and and know everything about you know william mckinley if, if if i'm asked so
0: right and you and you act like they're the crazy ones <laughs>
1: right teapot dome <laughs> no yeah okay <laughs> all right warren harding teapot i can't believe you don't understand this all right fine yeah, well, whatever you know, league of nations you know, no okay
0: little culture in your life would be good but <laughs> right, you know right. you do you i mean i understand that you're borat but i'm a little more you know yeah sophisticated right Yeah. Right, right you know? Are people still doing Borat, or is
1: that um, we? The nurse and I had a discussion about Borat on, on an episode of Fired Up recently. If that, if now Borat is so far gone that it can come back again, because there was that um, new Borat that came out what last year, and it didn't. It didn't get yes. cultural significance the way that obviously it the, did not. But because if you didn't live during the original Borat, you you would know if you lived during the original Borat, you would understand what that was like to oh, yeah. attend a Halloween party, to attend a party, to be anywhere where other humans were you could not escape
0: yeah my wife
1: Uh, yeah very nice (laughs) like every time and so our discussion was is is it so far gone now that you can actually bring it back i think so you think it would it would be it would would be like ironic or funny again in 2021 to pull off the borat thing
0: i think you could do borat now because i i think finally the borat bits have worn off i haven't heard anyone do like iPod mini is for girls in a long time. Yeah. You know? Mm. So it's like, I feel like because no one's really doing my wife that you can bring it back now because it's, it's like, it's been gone long enough. Unless around you, you hear people doing, you know,
1: I don't. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's done around me as well. So, um, I got a Joe. I'll be the Joker from the dark Knight. (laughs) Oh yes. Classic. (laughs) That one should never come back ever, ever again.
0: I, I Ubered on Halloween like three years ago. In a college town. And every single girl who got into my Uber was um, the, the suicide Harley squad. Quinn.
1: Harley Quinn. Yes. Yeah.
0: Harley Quinn every fucking stop on that Uber. <laughs> and then my backseat was covered in glitter for the next like six months. Yeah, Because every Halloween, for whatever reason, no matter what these girls are for Halloween, they also have to then douse themselves in glitter. Sure. So could not get the glitter out of the backseat for like six months. And I saw every variation of Harley Quinn uh, that you could imagine. So it'll probably be that way for the uh, – the well, the Joker would have been last year, right? I don't think they're going to do that this year.
1: No, the Joker – I just I was joking because people did the Joker thing for like 15 straight years or whatever after the Dark Knight. But, uh,
0: no, I mean like – well, the Joker was last year, right? Didn't that come out – or maybe that was the year before, Oh, right,
1: right, right. right. I, you're asking me who's seen like six movies in the last decade. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. You're right. I think it came out a year or two ago or whatever, the Jared Leto one you're talking about, right? No.
0: Oh man. Joaquin Phoenix.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right.
0: The Jared Leto was, wasn't he?
1: He was a joker too, right?
0: Yes, but he was a joker in one of the dopey Batman movies. He got wasn't it, the, it, he it, wasn't it, the Joker in the Joker. Got it. Right? Okay. You know, the with Robert De Niro and <laughs> this is a
1: terrible conversation. You know. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <That's>... Stinks. <laughs> oh god all right well thanks for nothing i uh, appreciate it so. yeah
0: you got nothing out of that
1: uh, <laughs> i got go to the store and buy a richard nixon mask is what i got so yeah. um honestly it's better advice than you know
0: well i told you to buy the richard nixon mask five minutes into yes this. Like, you
1: did you told me you cancel the party and then if i don't cancel it buy a richard nixon mask so maybe and that'll, now that'll we've come be a play full
0: circle yeah. and you're just gonna go get a richard nixon i mask, think i might yeah, yeah. yeah. i'll see what begin-
1: other richard. yeah yeah i'll see what other novelty like presidents they have um Knowing around me, it's probably just going to be Trump, and that's uh, not going to happen. So,
0: not even as a gag, huh? Mm,
1: God, no, 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 <laughs> no. No, no. Right. but yeah, actually, given my area, it's probably sold out already with a bunch of people thinking that they're oh so hilarious with their Donald Trump masks in my my neck of the woods. But anyway, that's uh, that's that. So we'll. Um,
0: Don't you live in an extremely liberal area? M-
1: uh, yeah, 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 my little pocket. My town oh. is, but my, oh, okay. yeah, but yeah, overall, I no, I I am uh, not, yeah. Uh, yes. Is the city of Chicago liberal? Indeed. Are the suburbs of Chicago liberal? Not so much. Not okay. not so much, yeah.
0: I know nothing of Chicago politics other than, like, if you're of, you want to talk about the 1920s, I could have
1: a <laughs> Let's <you>. go, yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, <laughs> from now, you know, I, 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 I got it. It's about the
1: same. It's pretty much exactly <laughs> the same. It's just, you know, yeah.
0: So uh, Italians doing a bunch of racketeering is what you're telling
1: uh, me. Sort of, yeah. Actually, you. honestly, yeah. <laughs>
0: Chicago <laughs> politics.
1: Yeah, honestly, the uh, uh, Cicero is still exactly the same as it was uh, in. Uh, is it, Boardwalk Empire has Cicero in it? I've never seen. Oh, a
0: lot of Cicero references. Okay, in I, ch- I probably Empire. should
1: watch that at, yeah. at at one point. So Cicero is still to this day, Cicero is probably at this point. I don't know the exact demographic, but probably conservatively like 85 percent, like Latino at this point. That town, the mayor of Cicero, so, the mayor of Cicero, Joe, yeah, is named as Larry Dominic.
0: So still, so the Italians <laughs> yes, are still, yes, they running still things.
1: always win the mayoral, mayoral elections. How
0: the are time. they doing? How are they
1: pulling that off? <laughs> I have no idea. Betty Lauren Maltese, do you remember her? She uh, she got some fame for just like siphoning millions of dollars away from the town of Cicero as well. She's in, she's in jail. So, um. But, uh, yeah, Cicero is exactly the same. The demographics have dramatically changed in Cicero. They couldn't be any different than they were uh, in right. the 20s. But uh, Larry Dominic's still running the show in Cicero. Yeah. And the high schools in Cicero, all Italian teachers. Principals, all Italian dudes. Wow. So, so, so congratulations. The still doing it.
0: <laughs> so, the RICO statute is still in the news over there a lot over in Chicago. They still uh, talk about the RICO <laughs> statute. And they still talk about uh, racketeering and... Uh, uh, 21. sorta.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think people just don't even care anymore at this point.
0: I think it's just this is what it is. Yeah,
1: you just don't. You can't fight. Uh, can't fight city hall, right?
0: So. Well, All right. So you want to talk about say. some wrestling at some point? <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. All right.
1: Let's talk wrestling because there is a lot Record to get number to. Number of
0: people in the live. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chat Welcome tonight, everybody too, for yeah. this yeah. tremendous content. Yeah. So.
1: Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize, but uh, business is good. Yeah. uh... uh Welcome. Hi. Sorry. Yes. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's get to wrestling because there is a lot of stuff we want to talk to. First of which is the G1 Climax. Com- uh, concluded this morning, G1 Climax 31. And my goodness, what a newsworthy show this G1 Climax uh, final was. What a weird show. What an interesting show. And what a weird G1 this has been uh, all around. So I'm going to start out with the main event here and then we'll get to the good news. We'll start with the bad and then get to the good. So the G1 Climax Final, Kotabushi versus Kazuchika Okada. Uh, I don't know. Do we need to talk about the semifinals? You've done reviews on the Patreon. I've watched them, but do you need me to talk about the do semis? You mean, or?
0: Do you mean the A Block and B Block Finals? Yeah. They were covered. Patreon.com slash The Voice Wrestling. Uh, daily G1 audio. Every night of the G1 through night 18 was covered. So uh, we don't need to do that. $5 tier. If people want to hear the breakdowns of those shows, uh, we'll yeah. just cover the final tonight.
1: Yeah, so so they're all there. I, I liked. I will say quickly, I liked Okada and lot. I uh, did not like Out of Bushi, uh and uh, and Kento very much at all. But anyway,
0: I concur. I yeah. thought Ibushi and Kento was sloppy, and I thought that. Uh, um, Kabo Kata was a very good match, probably one of the top 10 matches of the tournament.
1: Yeah, I agree. To me, it was an awesome because it was just a dude. It was just dudes being dudes match, and then a dude won because the dude was better than the other dude. You know what I mean? They just went in there, they wrestled, and a guy beat another guy. It's like, oh, yeah, (laughs) you can do that. And then Kotobushi and Kenta was the literal opposite of that. It was just dudes trying not to win and trying to get counted. It was horrific. So, anyway, so we get to the final here. It's Kotobushi versus Kazuchiko Okada. Uh, Pretty good action. Uh, In the early part of the match, back and forth, yada, 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 all this sort of stuff. Kotobushi goes to the top for Phoenix Splash. He lands, lands very awkwardly. Time stands still. Okada goes to the corner. He kind of waits for a little bit. Red Shoes is there talking to Kotobushi, and then Red Shoes calls for the bell, and it's over. Kotobushi, done. Referee stoppage. Uh, We don't know the extent of the injury right now. It appeared initially they thought it was a broken arm. Uh, It appeared that it looked like he dislocated his shoulder, but you won't know, obviously, until uh, you kind of go in there. Uh, He was holding his wrist, but people, if they do dislocate their shoulder, do tend to kind of hold their wrist a little bit. Uh, The match was 25 minutes, uh, a little over 25 minutes, 25 minutes, 37 seconds. So they did get a lot of time and it felt like they were just getting towards whatever that the the, the final part of the match or the, you know, the home stretch of the match or whatever, when this all happened. But I mean, what a I mean, just a terrible, terrible scene and a terrible, terrible moment to watch Kotobushi, you know, do that Phoenix splash, immediately grab his arm. And it's just over. Okada looks like he's gonna cry. He, you know, he got young lions running in the ring to kind of, you know, shield the camera away from Abushi, who's writhing in pain, and Red Shoes having to make the the tough call to do the referee stoppage. And just like, God, what a. Just the worst possible way to end a G1 final. You know what I mean? Just, just sucks. It's just so. And these guys, it felt like it was about to be a good match. It was going to be a really cool moment. I assume, and, and I guess I'll ask you this too. I assume Okada was going to win no matter what. So that probably doesn't change anything. It seemed like they were all kind of ready for Okada to win. So thank God. You know what I mean? Like that's a good thing that it wasn't going to be Kotobushi that, that was going to win. I don't think. I believe it was set for Okada to do it. But um, it was just a very, very strange, very surreal moment to watch this happen. And it just feels like this G1 climax was just snake bitten from the beginning to the end. I mean literally the beginning where you know the the main event of the first night we have Naito having an debilitating injury that's going to take him out for, for for a long time and now it concludes with Kota Boucher having an injury that we don't know at this time but could potentially get take him out for a long time as well. So what did you think when you watched this match and saw this moment?
0: I mean he just ate it. He just fucking ate it and it was a sick thud and um you, you kind of had the sense that he wasn't selling and you know i think you put it great i mean you start off with the naito injury then you have this to end things and i talked about this behind the paywall a little bit too let's just take this g1 and put it behind us and forget about it there's not a single match in this g1 that anybody is going to want to like reinvestigate years from now rich you're never going to be sitting in your easy chair on a lazy saturday afternoon and you know um You know, saying, ah, I got an hour to kill. Let me pull up the old New Japan world. And I think I'm going to check out uh, Taichi versus Chase Owens from night nine of the 2021. You're never doing that. Okay. There's nothing in this tournament anyone's going to ever want to watch again. It didn't have a single match of the year contender. Um, It it had the, the horrible injury to start. It had the horrible injury to end. It had the horrible atmosphere. Hopefully, this is the end of the COVID shit, and next year, we're back to normal. So, you know what? Let's just put this baby behind us. It's going to live forever as the forgettable snake-bitten G1, and that's going to be that. And just, you know, in a lot of ways, a real fitting end to a G1 like this. And you know the sick part, Rich? They were on their way to what looked like was going to be an incredible. Oh,
1: play. I was, I loved it. Yeah, I, I woke up to make sure I was going to watch it unspoiled too. So I, <laughs> you can thank me for jinxing it. So I woke up and I was like, "All right, hell yeah, let's go." And I, I a lot of times I'll do this thing where I kind of, I, I, I mistime it or I just wake up at you know four thirty or five or whatever and I hit play on New Japan World and it's like, Okada holding up the trophy, <laughs> you know, confetti uh-huh. streaming down and I'm like, "Motherfucker, god damn it, I just missed it this time." I hit play. And it's Okada in the ring, Abushi in the ring, and the bell rings. And I'm like, oh, baby, let's do that. And here we go. And I was ready. And then, yeah.
0: Well, people need some context here. How much unspoiled Japanese wrestling do you ever get up?
1: Very, very little. Yeah. Wrestle Kingdoms, because I make myself get up. And then otherwise, very little, because probably I I have to go to work that day. Or someone's putting up a review, and they're ready to go. And they're like, hey, I have this review ready. And I'm like, "Ah, fuck, all right, yeah, I'll put it up. And that means I can't, you know, then... By putting it up on the website, I now have spoiled myself on it. So, yeah, very, very rarely. A lot of times what I'll do, I'll wake up on, like, a Saturday or Sunday or whatever and try to watch it. But by the time, you know, somebody has a review up, a lot of times I'm getting spoiled. So, yeah, it very, very, very rarely happens. Very.
0: So you yourself a nice little treat here. Yeah. hmm And in classic creature fashion. Gets-
1: <laughs> it, it blows up in <laughs> my face, yeah.
0: Yeah. He gets the match where Ibushi eats it and... and uh Uh, Shatters is whatever he... Well, I think now we know it's a shoulder injury. We know that much as of Thursday night as we're doing this show live, right? So we know it's a shoulder. It's the same shoulder he injured in 2010. That injury kept him out about three months. Um, If it's the same injury, that means he's not going to be able to participate in the Wrestle Kingdom shows. And that's going to be a major problem, especially if Tetsuya Naito is not able... To participate in the Wrestle Kingdom shows because they've got three Wrestle Kingdom shows, Rich, and presumably they're going to do this big giant thing with all of these people claiming ownership of it. A- you got Willow Spray claiming to be a champion. You've got Shingo who is a champion, but Shingo didn't beat a champion to become a champion. He won a decision match to become uh. a champion. You've got Okada talking about I
1: don't know who knows Shinto's what. Belt. We're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go. We ha- I have the exact quotes. So I could try to have Joe, you figure out what in God's name New Japan is is trying to tell me with all this stuff. So, so
0: the point here is, I think, because I don't want to, you know, because we'll get to the Okada stuff. But my point here is that clearly, with the three Wrestle Kingdom shows and all of this title dissension, people like Abushi and Naito were going to be part of that in some way. I mean, you know, they're top draws and they're top stars, and and they're involved in this mix. But now they are both major question marks, and it would be one thing. If you just had the traditional one wrestle, if this was three years ago, okay, this isn't that big of a deal. Uh, you know, because you just do Okada versus Shingo and you're good, or you do Okada versus Osprey, whatever, you're fine. Right. But now you've got to fill three Wrestle Kingdoms worth of shows with three main events, and you've got two of the guys who were in the mix who are now, yeah, two of your top
1: stars can't, won't be able to wrestle
0: and they're fucked. And, um, you know, we, we have an update behind the paywall with a lot of uh, unreported news and notes on both the Ibushi situation and the Shibata thing that we're going to talk about, how that came to be, the details on that. Uh, that's also on the $5 tier, the flagship on Patreon. Just search flagship, patreon.com slash Voices Wrestling, however you want to do it. Um, and there's a big update there on both of those situations. But um yeah, this is, and and also, you know, uh, what we're talking about now. Uh, they they the little booking team they got there is uh, shitting their pants because this is a major problem, and it's going to cause a uh, major change in a lot of plans if this Abushi injury is as bad as we think it is. We don't know yet, though. We'll have to see.
1: Yeah, and, and that's, the th- that's you know, right now as of this recording, we don't know. Um, sometimes, you know, a separated shoulder or a dislocated shoulder can actually not be that big of an issue. You can kind of sometimes pop it back in place and, and rest it for a little bit. It's not bad. The key is, you know, if if it dislocated or separated or whatever it was, did tendons tear? Did something tear? Did it go down? Did it rip something? You know, that that's where, and you won't know that until you get in there and you, you really take a look. You do scans, you do x-rays, you do MRIs, you do all that sort of stuff. So we have no idea. I mean, it, it's something that... You know, maybe, like you said, could 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 be a couple weeks, but we've he's had this exact same injury happen before to him potentially. So, uh, if if it is the same one, and he, what you said, what two to three months he was out after the best it, of the Super was, Juniors,
0: he returned three months later. Three months
1: later, yeah. Which you know that is not a bad recovery, but it's a recovery that puts you in a in a very bad spot. No, it puts for, you at the end of January, right? For 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 New Japan, that is not a good recovery. <laughs> yeah, so um, uh,
0: not good and just a fitting end to this tournament and um, you know, a tournament that everybody would, would like to just forget, I think. And I think next year, I do think, um, you know, with COVID out of the way and they're able to get their full crew together, the new Japan roster is stacked. When you look at their roster from top to bottom, which is spread all over the world right now, if they can get everybody in the same building, uh, they're going to have some killer shows next year. When the crowds come back, and I really think that they can have a uh, tremendous G1 field once they get everyone back together, all the Gaijin, all the new talent that they're building up uh, on the on the American shows, and I think that they are going to put together a tremendous G1 because they have to know that that um, you know the, these last two G1s and especially this one were were not to the typical G1 standard. And I think they're going to have something to prove next year. I really do. And I think it's going to be great to have full buildings again for the G1. I think it's going to be great to have full buildings for New Japan and fans that are able to be vocal. And I think that uh, New Japan is going to be back. I mean, even with all of the handicaps, they're still arguably the top in-ring promotion in the world. You know? Um, and, and And even with all of the handicaps that they've had. So I think they're going to be back. With a vengeance at some point next year. But they got to find a way to piece together this Wrestle Kingdom show. Because uh, this has a chance to really be a mess. And um, you know, if they can get the Gaijin back in. If you can get Will Ospreay back in the mix and Jay White. I think you you can piece it together. And I think you can be okay with Okada and Shingo. Uh, Maybe you have to get Evil in the mix. I know people don't want to hear that. But, uh, you know, you you can maybe piece this thing together. But get through Wrestle Kingdom. uh, Get everybody vaccinated over there. Put COVID a little further in the rear view. And I really think New Japan is poised to have a big bounce back year next year after two years of, let's call it what it is, just, you know, a lot of bad luck, misfortune, and utter shit.
1: Yeah, it, it is rough. And it did, to me, the problem was it really felt like this night, like, that Okada and Obushi were out there to have like a match that finally let people know, okay, look, you know, it's not all the way back. We're not, you know, obviously the atmosphere is kind of tough, but like here's Okada. And, and like the story of it is going to be, and it's clear that, you know, when it was done, what they wanted the story to be with Okada is that he's sort of righting the wrong of whatever these last few years have been. The last few years have been a disaster, but I'm back. It's me. I'm under control again. I'm bringing the old title back. All this other stuff's stupid. Like there's a story and a narrative that is like we have returned. We are coming back. We're seeing ourselves out of this and we're moving on, you know. We're moving, you know, not necessarily back, but we're moving forward with, you know, the old ideals in mind or whatever, you know, stuff like that that was like, okay, yeah, cool. It all kind of worked. And then, yeah, it, it ends with Bushi, you know, blowing his shoulder out, Naito not being able to come back for a while. And it just leads to, yeah, now you're like looking at these three knights of Wrestle Kingdom and just being like, oh, my God, what are they going to do to make... This work and 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 yeah, like you said, hopefully, 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 they can get some of the uh, the New Japan strong talent in, some of the American talent in, some of the Gaijin talent in, because that would really, really help. Uh, because yeah, ultimately, if you if you bring the entire world roster of New Japan together, and 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 you know, combine that with the relationships that they built up over the last two years, you can make yourself a very good roster, a very good card, very good roster, all that sort of stuff. It's just it's so hard to know what it's going to look like in January, and 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 I'm a little I'm a little worried, but but hopefully, yeah, we're, we're we're in the we're in the tail end of whatever this new Japan thing has been. I mean, I, it it feels like it can't get worse than it's than it has been, right?
0: I mean, especially <laughs> with the run of luck that they had. <laughs>
1: that's that's people, what I mean. Like, I don't think you can get this.
0: I mean, just just this year alone. I mean, Will Osprey gets injured. At, you know, it's right? While yeah. he's champion, Kota Ibushi gets injured while he's champion. It's just, you know, you had Kota Ibushi. Will Ospreay and Shingo get their big crowning achievement moments in front of clap crowds. Yeah. And two of those reigns ended with, you all didn't end with, but, you know, were mired with injury in one case injury. It's just, you know, on top of all this other shit that we're talking about. And, you know, when their, their roster, when it gets back together, is still probably the best roster on earth. You know, and I, and I think they're going to have something to prove when they're able to get back in full. And I think that fans are going to be hungry to buy tickets and fill those buildings and cheer and um, and go to these shows proper. So I, 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 I am a fir- – look, we've been hard on New Japan at times. We've been understanding but honest when it comes to New Japan at times. And I genuinely believe that they're poised for a really big 2020 uh, provided that – you know, we finally have a break in the clouds with this COVID stuff over yeah, there. Yeah,
1: for sure. No, I no, mean, no I, I, I'm with you. Look what the
0: crowds have done for AEW. I mean, you know, look what look what the crowds have done for AEW. I mean, it feels like the hottest promotion in the world. and and And, and I feel like New Japan could have that same kind of resurgence when they get everything back together.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and 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 like, yeah, for all the you know, we've been pretty critical of them and all that sort of stuff, but I'm still rooting them. You know, what I mean, it still would be a lot better if New Japan ruled. You know, it'd be a lot better to to, to be able to do that because it's it's like you said, it is to me arguably the best roster in the world when you really take it in totality, when you really look at up and down. I mean, it, it is almost unmatched in terms of how great of a roster it is. And and yeah, I want them to succeed. I want that roster, I want to see that roster at its full power with its full capacity, and and you know, hopefully it does happen sooner rather than later. Uh, Joel, uh, Super JCast Joel brings up a good point. Fiftieth anniversary next year for New Japan as well, so yeah, um, that's a big deal for them. So yeah, let's let's keep our fingers crossed that the the COVID in Japan gets gets right and they can just go out there and have giant crowds and and go nuts and just get back on track and just have a great year and just put all this shit behind them. Would, and the other great.
0: factor too is now that they're now that all of the uneasiness is gone between AEW and New Japan and they're clearly working together and helping each other out. At least for now, you know, these things tend to, you know, but for now, things are, are, are good between the two promotions. I mean, that's going to open up a ton of possibilities, too, because, uh, you know, that's when AEW can send people to Japan to work some of these tours and whatnot. So, um, you know, when you really try to forecast what's coming, I, 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 I am a, I'd be buying stock in in New Japan's 2022. And and I think they're going to make a comeback in a big way, um, in terms of show quality and and buzz and 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 all of those things. Can they get all the way back to where they were? I don't know because I think for a lot of people, AEW has kind of replaced New Japan as their sure. alternative. Yeah, I mean, there's no question about that. That for a lot for a large segment of fans who cannot stand WWE, New Japan was their alternative, and AEW has kind of filled that void. Because it's more accessible and it's easier, and it's you know, and it's it's a native product. And COVID didn't do the same number on them as it did to New Japan. There's a million and one factors. The elite, you know, jumping from New Japan to AEW, you go right down the line, um, and I think all of those things are factors. So I don't know if New Japan can get all the way back because I think some of those fans now are getting that itch scratched with AEW. But I do think New Japan does have the ability to uh, to bounce back in a big way.
1: For sure, yeah, I, I'm very, yeah, I'm with you. I'm buying stock. It might be pretty low to buy right now. This might be a great time to buy, uh, but it's, it's, I, I'm with you. It's definitely a time to, uh, to buy it, and, and and yeah, it just feels like the roster itself is, is 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 in good place, and relationships across the world are in a good place for New Japan uh, as well. Like you said with AEW and, and a few other places. So yeah, I, I am hopeful for their 2022. It's just it kind of feels like this 2021. You just kind of want it to end for them as quickly as possible. Like we have a few more months, and I just want it to end so they can hopefully just put it in the rear view and just move forward in 2022 just be an awesome year but we'll see
0: I, I never had more trouble doing audio in my life than for the G1 this year it, it was really a struggle
1: yeah you can tell from the titles of your uh, reviews they were getting
0: <laughs> more and more
1: and by the end you just said a final I think was the last <laughs> one, right?
0: I just I,
1: I, this was a G1 final, final? wasn't one of them a final
0: uh, well, it was probably a block. A, a. Maybe, I I forgot, maybe I forgot. Maybe I forgot. I think you block. did. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like, you could see know. in your in your psyche, your psyche it's, breaking down little by little. Yeah. Full struggle was your last one. Well, you
0: know, play max the max. To oh, max a control.
1: block final. A block final. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: I, I, did, I didn't even have it in me to be creative that night. No, but
1: Just it, it kind of worked. No, no. But see, in your lack of creativity, it, it is creative because
0: a block final. Like right. A block <laughs> final. You,
1: you could have put a period at the end of that and said it was a block final.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you tried. You got you, Cobb versus Evil is
0: one of that. You didn't even <laughs> yeah. bother. Mailed that one in. You didn't do anything. Threw a stamp on that one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Cobb versus Evil. That's all well, you got you for have me. To
0: understand. Okay, can I explain that one?
1: O- Ocon 3, Pete. I like that one.
0: It's not as lazy as you think. Cobb versus Evil. I'm going to tell you why. Because, listen, let's face it. I'm not insulted. I know you didn't listen to any of this shit. So let me explain... I was desperately trying to look for narratives to latch onto, things to talk about, through lines. Rich, you do audio and you do audio by yourself a lot. You have to find things yes. to attach. You yeah. understand what I'm talking about. Maybe some people listening don't. So I'm so desperate looking for things to talk about and latch onto, narratives, talking points. Well, this Cobb versus Evil match was going to be the most pivotal match of the tournament because of the way that the 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 standings were shaken out. So you know, every night of the B block, I was talking about, we're going to, you know, Cobb and Evil's coming up. We got to pay attention to this. So then when we finally got there, I just titled that show Cobb versus Evil. So it wasn't as lazy as it looks because I had been hyping up that match for yeah. like seven straight nights or whatever. But anyway.
1: Uh, it me. was fine <laughs> it was
0: one of the well uh, okay yeah you know. it's, uh...
1: <laughs> that's fine that's fine it's, it's, I get it uh, Okan delivers again respect Taiichi. great Okan so Okan was clearly inspiring you throughout this all caps with the great right? yeah yeah. all caps there uh, scrolling down this is the G1 climax with an exclamation point so
0: there must have uh, been like a three, three and three quarter star match yeah
1: and then the one before wow. it is what it is <laughs> it was the one before so <laughs> Get get excited, it is what it is, Joe Yeah, great teaser to get people excited about the audio Ah, it was a show, it was what it was Great, great
0: I, awesome. uh, An examination of my psyche through this uh, <laughs> March through the G1, through the show titles
1: The B I is didn't... for boring, clap, period, get into it, period <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that a real title?
1: Yes <laughs> They are who we thought they were So you're getting Dennis Green going here
0: Oh yeah Good little, clip, good
1: little, good yeah. little tournament. Decent little cards. You went back to back. Little, <laughs> good little tournament. Decent little card. Uh, and then you just kind of played up Max the Max the rest of the times as well. So
0: yeah, yeah. Um, I did a little <laughs> singing of Max the Max too on a couple of them.
1: Did you? Yeah, I, I, uh, I uh, this morning's show. I don't, did you. Did you watched this morning's show, right? Is that the one where Charlton, or was it the night before where the Max? No, it was the Max night before
0: <laughs> where they where they where scary. they showed up yeah what was the great charlton line i don't want to blow it uh Sit
1: he was up. just like oh, that just kept going huh <laughs> yeah
0: yeah wait, let me get the i have it in my notes the exact line he, oh, it was, I, it was so lost. good i
1: can't deliver it as good as he, he delivered it we yeah. should have grabbed the audio and played it here for you but
0: uh it was very british yeah very, it was like, aggressively
1: charlton and it ruled yeah, yeah.
0: and he, he's just like kelly's like oh there we go it's jam project <laughs> with max the max and and Charlton's like, well, that just kept on going, now didn't it? You know? It was just—I I was crying. I had to rewind it's and incredible. listen to him say it again.
1: It's so good. Um, yeah, there's no—we are not doing it justice. We are not remotely doing it justice. No. You have to go listen to it. It's incredible. So
0: no, I was texting people. I was like, listen, I know you're not watching the new
1: one. <laughs> You gotta watch this. Yeah. You
0: gotta go watch Charlton react to the Jam Project Max the Max song <laughs> with the lead singer that Onita. Oh, you gotta go. Um, you gotta go. Uh, watch this. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was a tremendous line. He he was uh he was very funny there. But uh, yeah, I I didn't realize my titles were that depressing.
1: Yeah, pretty depressing. Um, but
0: it's uh, so hard to find things to talk about when every match is like three and a quarter, and there's no crowd. And man, it was just so hard. Like by the time I got to like night eight, I'm like, I cannot do ten more nights. I can't do it. But um, you know, you did it. Patreon, the flagship. Everybody sign up. It's tremendous content, except for those eighteen shows. <laughs> yeah, those I mean, eighteen sure shows they,
1: stink. For the rest, are good. Yeah,
0: I'm sure they were fine, and I'm I'm beating myself up, but it was hard for. Look, I operate off of energy. You know, people know that I I couldn't muster up energy for these shows because the 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 energy of these shows was dragging me down to their levels. It was just, it was it was definitely not easy. So. uh but it's over. We got through it, and I'm looking forward to next year. Let's get into these, uh, Rich. Let's get into these Okada quotes after the match, because yeah,
1: happening. let's do it. Now, then we'll talk about the great news, the one that I, I think we'll all be yeah. jazzed up for and ready to talk about. So, okay, what's next for Okada? So Okada wins uh, via ref stoppage. Uh, wins the G1 Climax. This is his uh, his third, uh, fourth, right? Fourth, fourth, third, fourth, third. I forget which one it is.
0: Wait, who? Wait, talking about? Uh, Okada.
1: How many G ones is this for him now? This is third. Third. He, okay. He's right. been
0: in three finals. He's won all three of them, and it, this was. Uh, it's been seven years since he won his. Can you believe?
1: I feel sold when when they said it's been seven years since he's won this. I was like, oh god. Like
0: it's been seven years since he's been in a final.
1: Yeah. Would that's... you have
0: said if someone put a gun to your head? No, I just, would have
1: said five tops. I would have said four. I would have said four or five for sure.
0: They, you know, you'd be dead. You, you would have, you, you if they said, you know, gun to your head, has Okada been to a G1 final in the last seven years? You would have said, of course he has been. Right. Like, I did a, you, you I did a
1: show. I did a show the night after, of course. I know he's been, for sure. Yeah, but, but I did do a show after, but we've just been doing a show for so damn long that, yes. Uh, unbelievable. So, okay. So this is Okada. He he uh, he goes to the back. Uh, he's doing the, the, the uh, this was incredible, too. Just a great team leader for Chaos here, Okada. So all his boys are back there. They all grab a Zima from the bucket. Of course. They grab Zimas, they tap them together, they all pull it back, and then Okada goes, all right.
0: <laughs> so can you get Zima in America?
1: Uh You used to, uh, as of a couple years ago, you could, but now I don't think you can again.
0: That shit was hot, like, when I was in high school. So they
1: brought it back, because you know how they're always trying to, like, everybody's just trying to get at 90s nostalgia in any way, shape, or form. So about, I want to say about four years ago, it came back in America, and you could find it in America. So we bought some. Uh, it was not great. It was okay. Not great. Uh, and it has since disappeared again, I believe. So. Okay. So sorry, no, no zemas, but uh, well, you, you've never had a Zima, so you can't say so.
0: I am a teetotaler, sir. Yeah, yeah. To to bring it back to Boardwalk Empire again.
1: Uh, I was told you used uh, to you, uh, the kids in your day, Joe, would uh, drop Jolly Ranchers in it. Uh, drink it that oh way. So was that the gimmick we tried it and it, it does help it a lot it does because then you're just drinking a, a delicious jolly rancher flavor well if you drink, have to so. do that
0: to something why not drink something that tastes exactly
1: right and that's my that's that's my oyster theory as well is is i've had good oysters before i have but most oysters people are like oh yeah well so you grab like this lemon you squeeze the entire lemon on it then you put this eight gallons of hot sauce and i'm like i'm just gonna get something that doesn't require all this yeah. Again, no, it sucks, but if you put lemon and hot sauce and and then, I'm like, nah, I'm just gonna get like a good piece of fish then. That I don't have to do that too. So, uh, but I've had, for the record, I have had good oysters before. But most oysters, you are so
0: afraid to uh, to be off putting to any. Like you're afraid. <laughs> I don't want be... oyster
1: stands getting mad at me.
0: So yeah, it's incredible, Rich. You can bury the oysters. It's okay. <laughs> I want
1: oyster Twitter to get all mad at me. So
0: okay, you can bury the oysters. It's fine. Like it's okay. If someone out there thinks.
1: (laughs) Someone's going to say, well, actually, the oysters from, you know, this.
0: Yeah, and you could just be like, fuck off. I don't care what you think. You're right. You're right. right. It's just the oysters, Rich. It's just oysters.
1: Uh, anyway, so, uh, here, here's Okada. So Okada, so the, the best part of this, okay, so all the Chaos guys are back there, and they're like, yeah, and then Okada, I don't know what he says, but he says something to, like, tell them to get, hit the bricks and get out of there, so mm. he essentially says, grab your zemas and get out, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. great leader, as always, Okada, and Chaos. beating but... Yoshihashi! <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know why these men follow this guy, like, Yeah. he's never been a good leader, he does not never. care about them he's in any way, shape, or form, do. so he says, yeah, grab a Zima tink, you know, they all take glasses, they take one sip, and he goes, all right, <laughs> get yeah. to the back end.
0: G is for get lost Goto hit the bricks. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah yes. absolutely.
1: So that uh Tamatanga comes out and I don't know something about challenging him or whatever. So yeah, that, that's cuz that of course is Okada's one blemish is, is Tamatanga. So the much anticipated Tamatanga Okada singles match coming up. So I
0: can't believe they're going to they're not really going to do a briefcase the match. I, right?
1: I feel like they have to, right?
0: Because I thought when Tama and and Tonga Loa each defeated one member of Techers. Then we they were setting there. up.
1: Yeah, put them over there.
0: Yeah, so if they're involved in a tag team title program, that won't leave much room for Tamatanga to have a briefcase match. But... <laughs> incorrect. Today, Kevin Kelly said, Taichi's taking some time off. So maybe they are going to do... Ta- they're really going to give us Tamatanga versus Kazuchika Okada? I mean, this is why the roster got to get put back together, Rich. This This is unacceptable. But uh, anyway, uh, go ahead. Okay, so then
1: then we have question and answer with Okada. So, all right. This is from New Japan's website. You said you wanted Ibushi once again and then something about that belt. Can you explain what it is exactly you meant? Okada's response was, There was the fourth generation IWGP belt, and another one. Ibushi was the one that brought them together. I don't plan on calling myself the IWGP heavyweight champion per se, but that I should be holding that belt as proof of what I've done and my promise to face Ibushi. I'm the champion of this G1 after all. Usually guys have a briefcase with them, right? It's no different. I can have a contract as well.
0: Okay, stop. (laughs) I know what he's saying here. He said there used to be that fourth generation belt, the one that we all like and we Mm -hmm, all thought mm -hmm, they shouldn't mm -hmm. have gotten rid of. Um, He said, Abushi brought that together with this other goofy thing. Okay. Okay. so he doesn't want to call himself the IWGP, IWGP heavyweight champion. He's kind of saying he preferred it the old way is what he's saying here.
1: It looks like that. Yeah, yeah. He says, usually guys okay. have the brief with them. It's no different. So uh, he yeah. says, but I should be holding that belt as proof of what I've done. So clearly a tip off there that I think that belt's coming back, and I think Okada's holding on to it for the time being is how I read
0: it. That's, that's kind oh. of how they do things. Yeah, so you could, you could be right, which means Shingo will be running around with the heavyweight title osprey will be running around with his version of the heavyweight title and okada will be running around with the old fourth generation title yeah. well, maybe we'll get a- because I, okada's reasoning is well i beat the guy who last held that one so you should give it to me which i don't know if i agree with that reasoning but that's what he's saying anyway
1: okay so uh it says here so you plan to then challenge shingo takagi and okada says challenge me
0: Typical Okada. Typical Typical Himbo Okada here.
1: Yeah, so then they say for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. And he says, no, he should challenge me. I'm the champ now. He isn't.
0: Okay, stop. (laughs) So, again, I think what he's saying is he doesn't care about Shingo's belt like this new belt. Yeah, he
1: thinks that new belt is dumb and stupid and doesn't matter.
0: And he's saying I beat Ibushi, who technically was the last guy to hold the belt I care about. So uh, so he's saying he's like the lineal champ or something, is what he's saying. He's saying because he just beat Ibushi, he already has the title he wants. That's what I think he's saying. So anyway, go ahead.
1: Uh, so it says, so not the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, the IWGP Heavyweight? question mark? And he says, Okada, uh, it's always been the IWGP Heavyweight title for me. This tournament had champion in it, and I still won. I mean, if he wants to do it, sure, then we can. I know before the G1 has challenged for the title. But it's, if it's for the world heavyweight and not the heavyweight title, then no, you come and challenge me. Who do you think is better? Who do you think is more better to fire up New Japan? Who won the G1? Shingo? No. Me. Who brought the most in this tournament? Me. So there you have it.
0: Okay, stop. Now I have no fucking idea what this man is saying. So,
1: so he is saying, he's saying here, I know before the G1 has challenged for the title, but if it's for the world heavyweight title, the one that Shingo was running around with, yeah. And not the heavyweight title, then not he's interested. not interested. Yeah. He's saying you want the real title, you come at me, because I I don't know why he believes that he's won that title yeah, by he thinks winning he the G one. Like, no. like yeah. that yeah. that is I don't that's that's a, a leaf in logic that I can't quite because I think
0: with. he's saying he beat a Bushi who was the last guy to hold it. I think is what he's saying. I suppose, yeah. So
1: uh so then again, New Japan says so to confirm once again you're breaking with the tradition of winning the G1 and challenging for the IWGB World Heavyweight Championship. And he says, well, it's more about asking who is really the champion. Maybe we let the fans decide. There's oh, a lot of talk God. of politics in Japan right now. So are oh, great. you with Yeah, great politics? Yay. Uh, so he says, so are you with the IWGP World Party or the IWGP heavyweight party? Oh. But unlike politics, this isn't all talk. We can prove our points instead.
0: Hmm. Politics. Yeah, I don't hey. know. <laughs> great. I think you're gonna have like four different guys with belts. At Wrestle Kingdom.
1: Triple Threat Ladder Match, Joe. Can't wait. So, Oh, God. <laughs> Hang him up with the ring. <laughs> I, yeah, this is... Okay, so there's a way that this story can be kind of cool. There's a way that the story can be kind of dorky. There's a way that this story can be kind of uh, convoluted and, and and weird. And um, I don't know where we're at right now with it. I mean, the, the obvious idea here is, like you said, Okada's got this fourth-generation IWGP belt. He believes that winning the G1 has won him that title. So, okay. You have Shingo, who won the world heavyweight title after Will relinquished it. And then you have Will, who's going around saying, Well, I'm still the champion because I never lost it. Now, you have three nights at Wrestle Kingdom. So I think it seems pretty fitting there that you figure out some sort of you know, weird system where each guy faces each other, or whatever. But that's condu- that you, you need Will to come to Japan for that. You know what I mean? That, she, that is the, the.
0: That's a big key. And,
1: and that's th- tough.
0: These guys, these gaijin, have more leverage than ever with abushi and naito out you know what i mean like so th- there's that factor too but look this was the problem with multiple g with multiple wrestling <laughs> we kingdom said it at the time that we said, we at said it time. at the time because now you <laughs> gotta book your way into fucking 19 wrestle kingdom shows every year and you gotta do shit like this instead of just saying here's our champ Here's the match we've been protecting for two years, and here's the biggest match we have to offer. Now we have to do mini fucking tournaments every year and find new convoluted ways to put together these mini tournaments. It sucks. I hate it. Sorry. Battery issues. Hello. Are you still there? I'm here.
1: All right. Sorry. My, my mouse is being weird. People have maybe Don't heard Don't
0: worry. It. I was yelling.
1: Okay. Good. <laughs> give me one moment. I can't click out of the window. My, uh, my battery has died in my mouse. So give me a moment. People may have heard a random dinging, and you might hear another dinging here. I could pause, but I can't get to the pause button because well, my mouse did, died.
0: Hold on. Well, why do you need a mouse to, to do this show? Let's, let's power through it. <laughs>
1: well, I got I to scroll. I got to see the sheet here. All right. Let's see. I got Back the in business. Sheet. Alright, let's see here. Alright, go ahead. Yeah, because I can't do anything yet, so knock yourself out. Alright,
0: so that's the Okada stuff. Um, I guess we'll go over this show. How much of this show did you watch?
1: Well, I saw the um I saw the big moment that that I guess we sh- are we gonna get there chronologically. So okay, so I saw Oh, no,
0: well, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about shibata then. All right, I forgot. Yeah,
1: let's that. fucking do that, man. Come we on. Jesus hear Christ gets oh. your Shibata came back.
0: Yeah, he did. So uh uh, I will read right off Rich's notes since he's panicking over there because he can't uh, read off the sheet here. So uh, I want to make him feel as comfortable as possible. <laughs> so it says here, Shabbat's return. Zach Zack Sabre Jr. entered the ring for an announced segment. We were told by someone in the room, all caps, that nobody knew about this. We were actually uh, have this multi- multiple sources that nobody knew that this was happening. This is all in the report behind the paywall on uh, the flagship Patreon uh, that we put up today, by the way, in more excruciating detail. This came as a complete surprise to everyone working in New Japan, as this match wasn't previously scheduled and didn't even get a test run when they did the run-through earlier in the day. The Two out of five minute UF, uh, UF, UWF rules exhibition match. The match ended in a draw, a handshake, and Shibata saying, next time when I'm in this ring, it's going to be a match. And then Rich typed, fuck yes. So there you go.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. Um, awesome awesome moment.
0: yeah so no one knew this was happening we are told that really the only people privy to it were gato shibata and zack saber jr so shibata has basically and again if you want full details on this patreon flagship patreon there's a big write-up on everything that happened at this show but shibata has basically been lobbying to come back for a long time he pitched this um since he was going to be there anyway to do commentary or something and uh, it was a it was a hard sell, but Gato finally gave in and, and thought it was a good idea. They kept it a, they kept it a secret. Uh, even when his music hit, you know, nobody in the back really, you know, Charlton and Kelly, that was a shoot. They didn't know what was going on. Uh, nobody in the back knew what was going on. And uh, they went out there and had their little five minute match. It was a tremendous little five minute exhibition. I loved match it.
1: I went, yeah, it was really, really fun.
0: Why can't all the matches like be like that? Why can't when they do their grappling, in these matches. They can't go hard like this. It's like the thing I talk about where like when these guys are young lions, their grappling is always so good and sound and interesting and builds and has something to do with the match. And then these guys just get out of their young lion stage and they get into their gimmicks. And then the grappling is just lazy and it's just there to be there. And it never means anything. I mean, I would love grappling in 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 my pro wrestling if it was always like this but it never is that's always my complaint and that's why wrestling snobs always get mad at us but i'm like hey look if you just go out there and do lazy grappling that doesn't mean anything in the larger context of the match it doesn't uh work into the psychology of the match and you're just burning five minutes off of your allotted time then i am i'm not interested and i don't understand why that's so controversial you know and then people will always say oh well you're watching wrestling and you don't like wrestling. No, I don't like wrestling. That doesn't mean anything. Right. Like I don't need these guys to do lazy grappling where they're handing each other limbs. If they did this kind of shit all the time. Yeah, oh yeah. Shibata I'm put him I'm in baby. that
1: octopus hold, or put him in that. You know, and then just like fucking stuck his elbow into his ribs. It was like, yeah, motherfucker. What are you going to do now? And I'm like, hell yeah, no, those, let's go.
0: Like, those Cobra twist reversals at the end of <laughs> incredible. the match was tremendous. I mean, it was great. Um, I can definitely get into shit like that, but, uh, but yeah, so, um, look, the, 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 the last and final step here is getting cleared by the New Japan doctors. My gut, and this is not something that we reported behind the paywall, and this is not something I'm reporting now. So uh, don't be running the, to, to Reddit with this. My gut is telling me they feel like it's going to happen and it's probably a mere formality. Or they wouldn't have sent him out here to do this and then tell people, hey, the next time you see me in this building, I'm going to be in a match. This is just, you know, the Kenta thing and that great angle. They never really promised anything or anything like that. This is different. He went out there and had a match, first of all. Okay, he didn't take any bumps. It was a grappling exhibition. I get that. And the second part of that is he said, hey, I'm coming back here and I'm going to wrestle. And we all know, or now we know, if you read my report, that he's been trying to get cleared and he's he's been trying to talk these guys into, he's been pitching all kinds of ideas. So my gut is telling me that they think it's going to happen. And, um, I feel like at this point, it's just a formality and they're just waiting on a doctor to give the thumbs up Yeah, because this guy has a lot of Daniel, Brian Danielson in him, where I feel like he is just itching to get back in there. And, um, and, 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 and he wants to do it very badly. And I, I think, uh, they know that it's close and I think it's gonna happen. That that's my take on it.
1: Yeah, I, I have a similar take to you as well. I, I think we, we, we talked a little bit about this last year and we probably got ourselves a little too, you know, interested in it when last year when he came out there and threw that dropkick to Kenta and we were like, oh, they're not gonna do that unless he's cleared, or they're not gonna do that. And and obviously I don't know I don't know the situation there. You you mentioned in your report again, people can read the, the full report there that this isn't something that just one day he woke up and said, "Hey guys, I want to get back in the ring." And they went, "Okay, like this is something that's been a long time coming. That it, it, it's it's not something just fly by night out of nowhere. He decided, okay, I want to get back. I mean, they, he has been trying to get back into the ring one way or another for for quite a while. And and, and you could, I mean, you could sense that from his quotes. You can sense that from a lot of what he's done. Is he was never really he liked being a trainer. He liked doing that stuff, but he never felt fully, fully content. I don't think he felt content with how his career ended." Uh, for better, for worse. So that that um it's very romantic the way it's created. It, it absolutely. And hey, you know what? We got in a lot of trouble last time we said that, but but it is still. I mean, people have have come more and more on our side as the years have gone on, and 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 I get how like in the moment, like we talked about it the week that it happened, and that's when it was like this man might die. You know what I mean? Like that was when that when that like week of hey, we don't know if this guy's actually going to survive. So I get why people were a little sensitive about it, but we ultimately have been right on that. Is years down the line now. Now that he's okay, that he lives a healthy life, all that sort of stuff. People now agree with us that that like what an incredible moment that this guy who who had all this baggage and all this story and and came up literally grew up in New Japan Pro Wrestling and then then abandoned them at their lowest point, only to come crawling back and saying, oh, okay, now no, I'm ready to come back. I'm ready to come back and having to little by little like win over the wrestlers and win over the fans and win over every single guy. And there he is in the ring facing Okada, facing the Golden Boy of the company. And just putting it all on the line. Putting his career and his life on the line to beat him. And ended up having, you know, a horrific injury and all that sort of stuff. It is, yeah, it's absolutely romantic. It's incredible. It's an incredible moment an incredible match.
0: People also don't know what romantic
1: means. Exactly. That that was also fun too.
0: But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, he, he's, there's been so many little hints. I mean, there was that one G one show where he came back and just started taking random back bumps in the, <laughs> well, yeah, I, forgot I mean, to it. symbolically say, look, <laughs> yeah. I can do this, yeah. you know, and, and then, the, look, then I the, didn't die. He talked them into the Kenta angle, which was physical. You know, he took the drop kick in the corner and, and all of that. And, um, you know, and and now and now this, I mean, this is a guy who wants to get back in there. And you can't tell me he's not in that gym, in that LA dojo, wrestling every day anyway. I mean, you know. So, um, you know, is he taking fucking brain but Is he taking avalanche brain busters? Maybe not. But you can't tell me he's not in that ring with these kids wrestling. Um, and probably taking some bumps too. So, I expect it to happen. I think... This is too much of a of a tease to fuck with people this time. This one is going a little too far. This
1: would be pretty egregious if if yeah. if this happens again and they just go, Oh no, I'm sorry, it was just a little exhibition, just a little way to get, you know, get some rust off. It's like, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No.
0: Yeah. He and, and and you know, it does come down to the doctors though. I mean, they're not gonna disobey the doctor. He if it's up to him, he's in there already.
1: Oh no doubt. But oh, for sure. Yeah.
0: They're not gonna disobey the doctor. So it really is going because they're not gonna have that kind of liability. Uh, on, on the, Just from a business perspective, they're not going to want to have that liability, let alone that they don't want the guy to, you know, hurt himself. So they must feel like the doctors must be telling them that, that you know, it's close where it's a formality at this point. So um, a little bit of good news, at least for New Japan, in terms of getting someone back, and that'll be a big deal if if it could happen in time for the Tokyo Dome card, especially if they lose some of the if some of these other guys still aren't healed by then. Um, so yeah, that was it was really cool. It was a really cool surprise. Um, it was interesting the pop was he, awesome
1: too. Did you did you hear yeah, that pop? Oh, that yeah. was yeah. I know it's supposed to be clap crowds. Those were people screaming. You heard it.
0: They 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 just they they were audible. They couldn't. You know, they, they've they've followed directions for two years now, and there's just been a couple of moments along the way where they've forgotten about the fucking rules, and this was one of them. So, um, yeah, it's really cool, and it, it'd be nice if they can get him back, and in the fold, and that's just another piece. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, the potential roster that they can put together is just fantastic, and he would have a whole set of fresh opponents that weren't around when he was around last time either. So. Uh, That's another factor. People who have been elevated, people that, you know, were young lions the last time he was around, Uh, you know, new wrestlers, you know, people like Moxley and Will Ospreay, who he never really had an opportunity to wrestle any of these people. And now there's all these fresh opponents on the table now, too. Um, So, yeah, it's it's exciting stuff. It's something to look forward to for sure.
1: Alright, so that was uh, that. was that. As far as the, the rest of the card and, and what I saw, uh, by the way, we're going to do this show apparently for like nine hours because I don't think I can stop it without a mouse because I can't get to the screen to stop it. So uh, cancel your plans, Joe, because we got, uh... got a touch
0: screen. What year is this? Uh,
1: no, I don't have a touch screen. I'm, I'm on
0: a desktop
1: a laptop like a bum. Get out of here. Well, Touch you screen. Know, you, wouldn't be in
0: this, you wouldn't be in this. Pickle.
1: I would not be in this pickle. Predict- cool. I don't know why I'm in this pickle. Yeah. So the nurse has a, a backup uh, um, mouse, but it's Bluetooth, and I can't get to the Bluetooth options on the computer to actually install it. But we're, we're working on that. We're working on that slowly but surely. But uh, anyway, so either we're going to go nine break- hours or I'm going to figure out bra- something.
0: I love that you're breaking down over this mouse. So it's <laughs> it's killing me. me. It's killing me. I can't do anything.
1: I can't can't see what's going on in the no dopes chat room. I can't stop the show. It's 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 killing me. I haven't been they're able, all in I, there I, burying you. So. I, I figure they are. Yeah, I, I want and I want to know. I want to know what they're saying. I can't scroll on our notes though, so I can at least get to our notes. Uh, as far as our uh, our uh, sponsor this week, we'll see about that if I can get to their uh, their ad read, but I'll I'll figure out a way to do it. So well, you
0: better because I don't have the read in front. of That's
1: me. I'll no. figure out a way. I'll figure out a way. But uh, get on the phone if so. I need to. But anyway, uh, as far as the show, I watched from I watched from the Shibata on and it didn't seem like I missed a whole lot, but did you watch the entire show?
0: I watched everything except for the L I J eight man before the main event because I was running short on time. Okay. But um um, I have a pretty good idea how that match probably went.
1: (laughs) Right, right. So yeah, that's I think we're I think we're okay then.
0: Missing much. Um I don't have a ton to say about the rest of the show. I mean We've seen Despy and Kanamuru wrestle Fujita and uh, Oiwa several times on this tour already. I think this is their third match together. So um, I've had my fill of Fujita and Oiwa, if I'm being honest, Rich, watching them every night uh, for for 19 nights now. Um, So I don't have much to add there. Uh, We had, is this correct? It says here that. Uh, United Empire defeated Toru Yano and Yuji Nagata. Didn't Toru Yano pin Okan in that match? Do you have the wrong results? Here? I
1: mm, I might. I don't think I do. But you you watch the show, so you would know a little bit more than I would. So did, did I?
0: Am I Mandela affecting myself? Here?
1: <laughs> I I again. I grab. I think I grabbed him from uh, a. Where I grabbed him from, but
0: because I I remember being upset at the. um I was like, why the fuck did Yano just win this match? But it's entirely possible that I'm making that up in my head. Uh, let me see what the old cage match had. No, Yano and Nagata won that match. Yeah.
1: Now, it's possible cage matches is wrong, right?
0: No. Okay. I just watched the match. Yano won.
1: All right, Joe, we're in business. The mouse is back. All right. I know. I know you. <laughs> we're, we're very worried about it, Joe, so Do not I, worry. Let
0: me tell you, the I've, mouse is I've, back. So it's my biggest concern of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Will the um,
1: I was able to install the, the Bluetooth mouse via the the keyboard, so we're good.
0: Okay. So yeah, no, I'm not going crazy. I don't know where you got these results. God, cage
1: match. I, I blame cage match.
0: I'm looking at cage match. It says that Yano won the match. Oh, I don't, I'm don't know. Right so, at it. <laughs> This is Yano and Nagata, 8 minutes, 29 seconds. Okay, all right. Hold on, let me go to the old New Japan Pro Wrestling 1972, because I'm telling you right now, I just watched the fucking show, and I was going to complain, because I don't know why Yano won the fuck, why would Yano win this, why wouldn't United Empire, who had a great tournament, yeah, Yano rolled up fucking Okon.
1: Wow. I don't know. We all—I guess we all—we <laughs> all hoped and prayed. I have no idea. Well, I apologize for having the incorrect. How does there, Jeff so.
0: Cobb not tour of the islands? Toroyano through the fucking ring. Yeah.
1: And what are you round? doing? You're just. What overthinking are we doing things. here? Yeah, you guys are just overthinking things. Come on.
0: He so just lost. He doesn't
1: me. need to lose again for a long time now.
0: I wasn't a fan of that. Um. So the house of torture beat. The never open weight six man champion. So that's probably setting up a, a rematch for those titles, right? Which the House of Torture will then win. Um, why wouldn't it? Yeah. I, mean, just...
1: I yeah, I figure they probably would.
0: Remember the last time Evil had that title? He's like, eh, I don't want it anymore.
1: Want you. <laughs> that was pretty great. Yeah.
0: So, like, he yeah.
1: should never get a title shot ever again. He, he clearly is a man who does not care for this, yeah, very prestigious title. So
0: he's like, you could have it. Um, so anyway, I think that's where they're going with that. Then we had Bullet Club, Kenta Owens, and and the Grills of Destiny, and they beat Tanahashi, Tiger Mask, Togi Makabe. Remember him and uh, Tomowaki Hanma.
1: I forget who so, it was. I believe it was Sean Sidor in our uh, in our Slack who who laughed that Togi Makabe had the taped up uh, uh, midsection coming out for this match, even though he hasn't wrestled in like a month and a half. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, you know what? He's probably still you know it's, it's Togi Makabe, so.
0: Yeah, Um, and then they had Chase Owens (laughs) doing finger guns at Tanahashi after the match because, you know, he's got to get that U.S. title match. So there's going to be a card in America with Okada versus Tamatanga and and Tanahashi versus Chase Owens. Yeah. Why? (laughs) You're not
1: excited for Tamatanga and Okada? No. Oh, all right.
0: No, I'm not. They don't need to do that. <laughs> <I don't>, well, <laughs> this whole thing where like if someone wins in a G1 and like there's still people mad that Ishii never got a title shot against Okada. Remember that? Shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because we, we used to argue with people every single time and we and we would say they don't necessarily always do that. They right. very often will do that. When it's a guy who deserves a title shot, or when it's a guy, but a lot of times they just have guys lose, and and every single year people say no, 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 they have to do it. It's like they don't have to do anything. They don't and they have to do shit every single year. There'd be like one or two guys that wouldn't get the title shot. They'd be like, "That's bullshit. He earned it." No, he didn't. Like,
0: yeah. So I was kind of hoping Tomatanga is just gonna be one of them things. But then no. when you look at the like, there's no other reason for him to win that match because. Okada Cobb would have been for the block, regardless. You see what I'm saying? So, what would have been the point of the upset? Like, Okada Cobb, the winner, was going to move on whether Okada beat Tamatanga or lost to Tamatanga. So, they probably are going to do the dopey briefcase match with Tamatanga. Who could possibly care? What, how could there be any drama? There's no nobody one on in her.
1: any universe that, <laughs> that thinks the that Tamatanga is going to pull the upset and, and prevent. Kazuchika Okada from 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 defending his G one crown or, or or getting a shot at, at a heavyweight title, uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Nobody in the world believes that talk time time is going to. But so I do, Joe, and I'm world. excited to watch that match. So.
0: so no, I don't want it. And um, what am I looking at here? Oh, and then the, uh, what the fuck? That's not correct. Um, yeah, and then the match I didn't see. I, I allegedly. Shingo defeated Hiroshi Tenzan with the pumping bomber, so that's good. He needs to win a little bit with something other than the uh, Last of the Dragons.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he needs to get back on track uh, because it's been a very uneven uh, G1 for Shingo, and I know it's always tough to book a champion in a G1, and it's always kind of tricky to do that, but it's just, for such a new champion, I, I, I want him to have a little bit of a more dominant G1, and he just really didn't. So that's a, that's a little worrisome. Uh,
0: yeah, to, to I me, don't so. know. I, I He was my favorite wrestler in the tournament, but... Um... You know, in a typical G1, he would have been, like, my eighth favorite wrestler. Yeah, I just
1: wanted him to be booked stronger more than anything. I just I just think he probably should have had a few more wins, but I get why he didn't. I get why they had to do it. But, like, yeah, it, it seemed like they were a little – I don't know. I, reckless isn't the right word, but they were a little too cute with how they used Shingo, I thought. He still ended up with 13 points. He still ended up, you know, pretty high in the mix. Second but, place, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just – I don't know. For some reason, it never felt like he was truly doing well throughout the tournament. And, it, you know, it ends up, and he you know he only loses to – well, you know saber why and, and the Udrone one sucked. The Udrone one absolutely sucked, if we're being honest. I thought so. that
0: finish was creative, but um, I'm going to tell you why because he was middle of the pack for like the whole tournament. So yeah, maybe like that maybe that's never... it.
1: Maybe that's it. Yeah, because he got like like I said, he got a lot of wins. He only the guys he lost to. I mean, it all like it's it, nobody's out of the realm of possibility. He lost to bushi. That's fine. No problem with that. He lost to saber, which again was a bit of an upset, but that's fine. You establish Zack Saber Jr. You potentially have a, a Zack Saber Jr. shingle match down the line or whatever. Uh, and then, yeah, so I guess he was dominant, but like you said, yeah, it doesn't feel like it. When it was done, it just didn't never, he never felt like, oh yeah, Shingo's like the fucking champion in this company. Like, he's the top dog in this company. It never felt like that throughout this tournament.
0: Yeah, I think it's because he was sitting there in like fifth place the whole time. Yeah, maybe, maybe. You know, and it never it felt like Zack Sabre Jr. was just running away with the block.
1: And right. And then by attrition wise, ended up a lot of those guys ended up losing and Shingo kept winning and then he yeah you know, ends
0: up Ended place up in, in the second block, with so, thirteen yeah. points. Yeah. So I understand what you're saying. Um and then that was it, because it was another one of these little five match shows. So yep. um or six match shows, cause technically the uh Young Lion match was an opening match before the uh The show officially began so it was a six match show and and that was that so that was your g1 final um look they did the shibata thing which which is more than they you know they didn't do anything on last year's g1 final show you know newsworthy just a bunch of tags and stuff so um from that standpoint at least we got something newsworthy out of it and uh something to talk about here and the possible return of uh shibata yeah which is awesome
1: so good, good opportunity for people. There's a lot of people that I think probably have never seen, uh, probably seen a few matches of Shibata, but maybe not the whole, you know, New Japan experience. But this guy was a thing, man. He was so awesome. So if you if you're kind of new to Shibata, there's probably listeners that have, have only known Shibata as the the guy who got injured or maybe seen a match or two. But go out of your way to watch some Shibata matches. He's fucking incredible. And if he's even half of that wrestler today, it'd still be a great addition to this roster because he just brings an aura and 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 a a, a badassness that that just you know, few people can bring to the ring and I'm very excited to see him back. All right, let's get to some of our other topics before we do that though, Joe, I do have to let you know that this episode of the flagship podcast is sponsored by our friends at hello fresh. And with hello fresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip those trips to the grocery store, Joe, and you can count on hello fresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that is why it's America's number one one meal kit. Uh, fall can be hectic, but HelloFresh's recipes save you time that you'd otherwise spend on meal prepping and grocery shopping and chopping so you can focus on getting back into a new routine and spending quality time with your family. Joe, you are somebody who has, has ditched the grocery store. You're not doing grocery stores anymore. You're ordering everything online and it's great. You don't have to go to the grocery store. You don't have to drive. You don't have to get there. You, you just order it all online. You do all that sort of stuff and it comes to your door. How about not even having to think about what you're going to buy at the grocery store. You just say, yeah, you know what? That sounds good. You click a few different things, and then you are getting that meal sent to your house. Everything's chopped. Everything's pre-measured. Everything is ready to go. Uh, HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every single week. And if you're a vegetarian, if you're trying to be calorie smart, or if you want gourmet options, you have plenty of varieties to choose from. And the ingredients travel from the farm to your door within a week, so you get the convenience without skimping on The quality recipes like the one pot broccoli mac and cheese and meatloaf a la mom make weeknight meals go off without a hitch. Uh, you also have quick and easy meals, low prep one pan and 10 to 15 minute meals. That's time cut down spent on cooking and cleaning up that mess and more that you can give to your family this So HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need to customize your order on the app within minutes, easily change your delivery date, food preferences, and plan size, or skip a week whenever needed. Uh, So again, we have a very special code here, HelloFresh.com slash VOW14, and use the promo code VOW14, and you're going to get up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. So again, that's HelloFresh.com slash VOW14. Use the code VOW14, and you'll get 14 meals, including free shipping as well up to 14 free meals and free shipping hellofresh.com slash vow14 use that promo code vow14 again hellofresh america's number one meal kit com slash vow14 use that promo code vow14 all right let's talk about the friday night wars you down no no oh.
0: i am going to uh read you the pwg card that was announced tonight i want your reaction oh there you go okay yeah go ahead So let's talk about these pwg matches that we will never watch okay starting (laughs) with
1: i know it's kind of a joker on twitter but we like we have always been that like this entire show i get really excited about pwg and i've watched like seven pwg shows in my entire life so (laughs) Right like Uh, I'm always like oh hell yeah Great show good stuff the ones I watch i all really enjoy like we always would watch Bola in like November you know what I mean like we'd always Talk about Bola in November yeah um, But um, yeah so but I always get excited when these cards come out they're always great cards So
0: and who could forget the classic Flagship moment where we were breaking down the Bola field and someone was trying to break into my house
1: Was that oh that was the Bola field that we went on yeah right
0: Yeah we were discussing Jeff Cobb Being booked (laughs) in Bola and someone was jiggling the uh the the doorknob on my back door and then trying to like crowbar it open. Remember that?
1: I do, I do, yeah.
0: And I was like, and you were like, you want to take care of that? I'm like, no, we gotta finish the show. We gotta finish the show, you know. Uh, and then I was like, <laughs> I'll call the cops later, you know. So I still can't believe that
1: though. you were like, no, 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 let's talk. We gotta talk about yeah. you know Marty's Crow. We show. can't stop, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, gotta do the show.
1: Um, Gotta put, talk, talk about Chuck Taylor. No, no, no. Let's talk about Chuck Taylor. It's fine. It's like, no, Joe. Somebody just tried to break in here. the person might still be there. They hear you talking. Like, please stop. Go do something. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, here I am. Five. And six, they didn't Chuck come,
1: right? They never. They never end up coming, right?
0: All in one piece. I called the cops. I call the cops. But uh, I mean, I had to. Someone. I mean, you could see the damage, like on the outside of the door. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. So I'm like, all right, I better make a call here. But what? Like, what are they gonna do? Like, the guy just scurried away, and I don't have any cameras or anything, so. I was like, should I call? so I call? I just, I guess, I should report it because what if the guy's going around house to house? Right.
1: Something? At the very least, like if somebody else oh. on your block did have something happen, like little by little, they could maybe piece it together a little bit.
0: Yeah. But, uh, eh, you know. Anyway, whatever. fun.
1: Well, hey, great. Uh, never came back though, right? That was just a one and done.
0: I think so. I mean, <laughs> I've I've never been burglarized or anything. Um,
1: what would he have yeah. stolen anyway? You know what I mean? Like
0: at that time,
1: because you were single, so it's like you had a TV, a laptop.
0: That was real serial killer hours back then. I didn't have anything. Like that. you had
1: nothing. The house is plain. You had a TV and a laptop, right?
0: I had like f- at least three rooms in the house that had <laughs> nothing in them. Just <laughs> empty rooms that the way the rooms came when the house was bought. Like that I never just put anything. Well, I had one room that all it had was a mattress on the floor. And I could explain why. But
1: I would you rather not. you not. Yeah, I would rather you
0: right, not. Right. So. That was the boom boom room. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, you know back in those days <laughs> boom, boom, the the you know some of the newer listeners might not know i was a bit of a wild man in those days and it would uh you know uh the old school listeners remember so i had a room specifically for for those kind of activities it just had a fucking dirty mattress sitting in the middle of the floor real classy real those poor classy women
1: mattress. those poor women come on joe uh, they,
0: they loved every second they loved every second um Look, they knew what they were getting into. Okay?
1: <laughs> Did they? Did they know the mattress was going to be on the floor?
0: I mean, I I could describe, I could tell no, you.
1: I, no, I know. Please stop. Just go All on. Right.
0: Yeah, so anyway, no, the point is that they wouldn't have gotten much if they got into the house back then. You're right. You know, maybe. They don't get much now. You ever think about that? Like, what would people.
1: So, They're yeah, I do like actually. You know, And now. that's the reason I brought it up is I brought. Because like one time, like not that long ago, we heard some noise or someone's outside or whatever. And I've always thought of, like, what would I do in this situation if I just, like, you know, open my eyes from bed and there's somebody there that's, like, breaking into the house or whatever. Yeah. And I feel like I would just reason with them and be like, look, pal, I'm just going to tell you, there's not much here. Like, it's me and it's her. We live very simple lives. I got a room full of, like, Sega Genesis games. You can have at those if you really want to. Nothing's really worth anything. And that's it, man. You are getting nothing in this house. There's not any jewelry. There's really not. I have I have Sega Genesis games. I have N64 games, I have this computer, that's pretty much it.
0: There's, there's, no one wants that shit.
1: I was gonna say, you want to lug fucking 200 Sega Genesis games home? Knock yourself out, man, you can. Yeah. And sift through to find the three that are worth any amount of money? Knock yourself out, pal.
0: These guys are these guys are looking to do a a jewel heist. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like
1: I have nothing. I would not I would get, I would say you want my wedding band? Cool. It was like fifty bucks. You know what I mean? You want like right. her engagement rings? That's fine. They were you know a, 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 a decent amount, but that's fine. Okay, fine. You're gonna come into this house. You're gonna rob this house to get like two thousand dollars worth of stuff. Knock yourself out, pal. So I think uh,
0: you think reasoning
1: would work in this case.
0: Oh, you mean if they're physically there? While they're they're there, there,
1: and I wake up, and I'd be like, "Whoa, look, okay." I have nothing you want. You're I in a mean, town. You're in a pretty affluent town. You've come to the wrong house. Let me just tell you that. If,
0: yeah, yeah. You picked the wrong one, buddy. <laughs>
1: right? Like, I'm there's so probably fair. another house somewhere in these few mile radius that you probably would rather go to right now if, than this. If you
0: want one. my seven year old Sony Bravia TV? Right. Exactly. It's got. It's yeah. got fucking.
1: It's got dead spots on it. Even if you <laughs> yeah. took it, it's got dead spots on the side. I want to get rid of it anyway. So knock yourself out. You can go. I'll help you lift it to the car if you need. Like,
0: if you could leave the blender though, because it took us a while to find one we really liked them. right right leave that but if you could take anything else you want
1: you want the instant it, pot take it i can't find a good recipe for it i can't seem to get a good meal out of it so knock yourself out. take the instant pot
0: right i i think i've got 40 dollars in my wallet if you just want to <laughs> hang out i can go grab my wallet for you Yeah, but it's not I like just... we have a stash
1: of money we now don't have gold right. I, what that's what i want to be like i'm like look i'm we're, we're both millennials i'm 30 whatever she's 30 whatever like you're not getting anything out of this house man i'm just telling you we don't have anything that you want
0: we no, don't have I,
1: anything physically worth any amount of money whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I know. I think about that all the time. Like, they, it would be a horrible score, a horrible score. You know? So I
1: think I would just level with the guy um, and be like, "Look, look, look. I don't want any trouble. Just you can just go. <laughs> no, I won't say anything. You don't have to say anything. But like, you're in the wrong house. It's just not going to work for you. I'm so, I'm just letting you know. It's not worth it.
0: Yeah, it's not like TV where it's like I don't have like a fancy vase that's worth like, you know."
1: Yeah, or they go to like my vault and they spin the dial and it opens right. up and there's just gold everywhere,
0: like behind a painting of of dogs playing poker. You right, have a I vault of anything. Where they there's there's a there's a safe cracker like with the gimmick with his ear up to it getting in there. Yeah. To get to get to your <laughs> right. to get to your stack of hundred dollar bills that
1: Faberge eggs, yeah, like yeah. Faberge eggs
0: Right. Yeah. Like like uh, burlap bags with dollar signs on them inside and stacks of money and yeah no there's nothing like that I
1: nothing. I don't... and I've thought about that too because like you know for insurance they uh you know they you know if you do like house insurance they'll be like all right so what are your like uh what do you have in the house that's valuable. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. listing, like, my PS4 and stuff.
0: Oh, God. And the guy so was like, creative, you don't right? have
1: to list that. Do you have anything? like You don't have to right. list a PS4.
0: Yeah, he's like, no, I said valuable
1: <laughs> Right, you don't have to yeah. list, like, a he's $500 like... TV and a, a, an 8-year-old <laughs> PS4. Like, I got right. it. Like, right. I don't know, uh, Mario 64, that's worth, a you know, $35 or whatever. He's like, okay, no, I was more, you know. Yeah. Rings, oh, jewelry, it's... that sort of stuff. I was like, oh, okay, well.
0: Right, we Gems. Have two of those, so that's fine. <laughs> do you have any gemstones? Do you have any? uh Yeah, no, I have nothing. I have none of that. So yeah, I being a burglar must be just such a tough gig, you know, because it's like you could just, you know, what are you taking? Like, how do you know what to take? Like, I, especially I was-
1: in twenty twenty one, it feels like it'd be a lot more difficult you know more difficult to do it because like in the yeah in the 50s it's it'd be a lot easier because it was probably like people had all their life savings and like a vase or whatever in the house or right, right. they had gold or they had jewelry or whatever it's like yeah dude i got nothing
0: man like, the old money under the mattress right yeah yeah no one's doing that yeah, anymore. you can
1: flip all my mattresses flip all open every door open every closet you're not finding shit dude i'm telling you i promise you I'd watch him. I'd say I'd, I'd follow him and say, "Go ahead, open that door. See what you got." Like,
0: I, I haven't used paper money in years. Like, I, like you know, so what are they really taking?
1: I got a fraud alert on my credit card, anyways. You can't even use that.
0: Right? You Here, want my debit it. card? Have at it. I'm gonna get the money back anyway when I call the bank. I mean, it, it, it's like, yeah, what? It, it's, what a horrible job. You
1: Game Boy Color, knock yourself out. <laughs> it's, it's all yours. 3DS, yeah. Switch. You can take my Nintendo Switch. There we go. That's it. Honestly, the Nintendo Switch is probably in the top five valuable things in this household. So.
0: Like, I think if I came home and my house was burglarized, it, it's, you know, it'd be the A minor
1: inconvenience thing. for me at the, it'd at be like point. the
0: shitty feeling of not feeling safe. Like, oh shit, someone's yeah. able to get in the house. That sucks. But like, I'd be like, all right, well, I guess I have to buy more TVs. Like there's nothing else to take. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like, all right, well, all right, gotta buy some more yeah. TVs, I guess. Oh no, my I copy mean, of Bubsy is gone.
1: My copy of Bubsy and Mutant League Hockey are gone. Oh no!
0: I don't <laughs> think they'd even take that stuff. That's I feel like, like garage sale fodder. Yeah,
1: exactly, That's, exactly. So,
0: you know. Um. Anyway. Um. My Ahmed all right, so Johnson figure has been taken. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. These PWG matches, we have the Workhorsemen back together, taking on Malachi Black and Brody King. We've got uh no reaction. Okay. Not good. Got... I I
1: thought I, I was going to let you go and then kind of give my but I'll give pithy thoughts after oh. every match. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No oohs and ahs after that one. That's fine. Leo Rush versus Davey Richards. Oh, okay. Leo I like Rush that. versus Davy Richards. Okay. Aramy and Horus versus Jack Cartwheel and Alex Zane. Mm. Mm. Eh. Eh. Mm. Eh. Mm. Eh. <laughs> Jack Cartwheel seems to be the guy they're getting behind. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's that's fine. He'll, I think Man. he's a guy that I don't really Whatever. quite get, but anyway. Yeah.
0: Demonic Flamita versus Dragon Lee. Okay. Tony Depin versus Lee Moriarty.
1: That's a good match. That's a solid one.
0: Yeah. Making his PWG debut. Oh. Daniel Garcia. Against Jonathan Gresham.
1: Oh, that's a good match. That's
0: a good match. That's a good match. That is a good match. I'll never watch. That is that looks tremendous. Um, and then for the PWG World Title, Bandito defends against Alex Shelley. Alex. Oh, Shelley,
1: yeah. okay.
0: Yeah, that's Listen, pretty solid. Yeah. I w- I wish PWG was as accessible and as visible as game changer wrestling that's what i wish because i'd be all in on this shit every time but by the time these blu-rays come around i just i rich i just i get yeah, i just
1: can't i just don't care anymore yeah i i, I get, get it well in, wh- while we're talking i mean while we're talking in these I, I have a few little indie topics quick do you want to do you want to do a, an impromptu yeah, like, we won't we won't have to uh, it's not a full bounce but but a, a, a semi-bounce no bounce no bounce uh because there's some fun stuff coming up uh as well so did you see this west coast pro wrestling show that's coming up
0: Oh, dude, run that card down. Yeah, hey, this is going to stream
1: else. on IWTV, by the way. So you, this is I've accessible. Been, you can watch this.
0: Is accessible. I've been watching this promotion. This is like the best kept secret in indie wrestling.
1: Yeah, so let's, let's unsecret it right now and let yeah. people know about this. So this is November 12th, so you got a little while to catch up on West Coast Pro if you'd like to. Uh, but all their, all their stuff's on IWTV, correct? Yes. Okay, so all of it's on IWTV. So this is West Coast versus the World Friday, November twelfth. Again, streaming on IWTV. Uh, if you're in the San Francisco area, they'll be at the State Room in South San Francisco. Uh, bell time seven PM for this. Your main event, presumed main event here: Jeff Cobb versus Chris Dickinson. Are You fucking kidding?
0: That rules so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah.
1: Our boy Vinny Massaro versus Tomohiro Ishii.
0: Okay, so Vinny Massaro. If people don't know. He's doing like this grumpy veteran, not not even grumpy, kind of like an arrogant veteran heel kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's been wrestling a lot of younger wrestlers. And, and the whole idea is it's kind of like, all right, I've been doing this for as long as you've been alive. And my generation has, you know, has, has been, has passed me by and I was all these new kids and and I'm going to show you a thing or two. Like, he faced Yuya Uemura on the last show, okay? And and that kind of fit the gimmick uh, to perfection. But it's a really – and all he's really doing is he's getting in there and wrestling. Yeah. But that comes across so different in today's environment. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's wiping the mat with Uemura in this match and and, like, you know, with this – merc on his face and yeah
1: it's a cool story because you know and and, and what what, can, what works out pretty well of what I've seen is like a lot of people the idea is like oh it's Vinny Massaro you know he's kind of a you know oh he's a gimmick and all that sort of stuff and he's like no 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 no, no. I'm a wrestler dude I've been wrestling yeah. for a lot of years I know what the hell I'm doing in this ring and I'm gonna whoop your ass like I, I I'm gonna outwork you you know Christian style I'm just outworking these guys right now you're young you're, you're a young go-getter or whatever but I got skills man I've been doing this a lot longer than you have
0: yeah so um he had a really good match against. Jacob Vatu a couple months ago, and then I, I really enjoyed the You Are More match. I just did a batch of reviews behind the paywall, and I did four four of the five matches were were West Coast uh, Pro matches. So you really get a good feel for everything they have going on over there because I've been watching all the shows, and um, it's 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 really a promotion that's like right up my right up my alley for what I like in pro wrestling right now. And I think a lot of the listeners, it's just straight. No nonsense wrestling with with a lot of big names. You'll see as Rich goes over this card. But Yeah, yeah. I got to
1: I got to catch up on them, and I, I, I'm I'm definitely going to use this opportunity as as you know this 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 card and this discussion to uh, to do that because I've seen a little bit here and there, but I need to just bar down and and just watch like the next. You know, their last like few shows or whatever. So as I said, Jeff versus Chris Dickinson, uh, Vinny Massaro versus Ishii. Uh, Adrian... Look at,
0: oh. at, at Massaro politicking his way into the Ishii match.
1: Look I know. That. Yeah, he better get he better get right. that forehead trained though. I mean, that's he, he hasn't wrestled anyone like Ishii in a long time. So uh, yeah. Fatu beat him up pretty good. Well, he better. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Booker man, uh, trainer man, working his way up the ladder to get the, the big Ishii spot there. So uh, anyway, AJ Gray versus Black Toros.
0: Yeah, I saw the AJ Gray Davy Richards uh, title match from the last show, and that was very good as well. So
1: yeah, it sounds great. Um, yeah, that's um, yeah. And Black Taurus versus AJ, uh, uh, AJ Gray sounds really great. Carl Fredericks yeah. versus Ray Horus.
0: Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Fredericks is uh, a regular there. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's done a good job yeah. there. Mister Iguana versus Trace uh, Traceario. I don't know if I know Traceario.
0: Bringing in, in Mister Iguana, huh?
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your boy Mister Iguana. Let's go. Yeah, cool. Why not?
0: Yeah, Hell absolutely. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah! And then uh, so that's that's the main announced uh, matches right now. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, Shapiro versus Yu Amura as well. So well, let
0: me tell you something about this Levi Shapiro.
1: Yeah, sorry, okay? I, I, I forgot out. about that one. He's he's solid.
0: I never would have talked about this, but this guy. Keep an eye on this guy. I have been so impressed with his work. You could hear it in my voice. Like I, I, I didn't. I we weren't even going to do this segment, but I reviewed one of his matches too. He, he against uh, Fatu actually. Against Jacob Fatu. And Jacob Fatu does his best work in this promotion. I have watch Jacob Fatu matches at MLW. Anywhere I can get my eyes on Jacob because I like watching him work. For whatever reason, he does his best work in this promotion. And that Levi Shapiro-Jacob Fatu match from – it was either last show or the show before that. I can't remember. But it's one of the matches I reviewed. Just such tremendous stuff. Do not sleep on this Levi Shapiro because he's a guy who I had seen a few times and he made no impression on me whatsoever. He was just a guy, but he's one of these guys who I I think we're really seeing the best of him and what he can be in some of his recent matches. So I'm actually glad that you brought him up. because Yeah,
1: sorry. I almost forgot about that match, but uh, glad I didn't.
0: Who's he wrestling on the show? Ah, uh,
1: he is wrestling. I just closed it. Ah, uh, crap, 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 crap. Oh, crap, who'd crap. you say? St- oh, oh, you, yeah, you That should be true. I said
0: bringing you back in too. Yeah, no, yeah, that's gonna be outstanding. Yeah, you um, looked good against Masaru. I will say his charisma didn't pop the way I thought it would, but yeah, he's a young wrestler. He's in a new environment. He's uh, he's in his he's on his learning excursion. Sometimes those things, you know, the, the confidence takes a little time to, to to come out but um but yeah it's it's i'm glad that a promotion like this you hate to see these guys go on learning excursion and then nobody books them that's what happened to watanabe yeah even. right remember nobody booked them you know and 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 that sucks when that happens you know and it that happened to some degree with yo and show you know Ring of Honor was using them as underneath guys, as the, the tempura, tempura boys,
1: boys. yeah, Jesus and they really Christ. weren't
0: getting booked anywhere else. And it's like, why? You know, it's it's it never made sense to me. You know, but but it's so it's good that at least you know there's at least one place who are are you know booking a guy like you Amora, and making it like he he won that match against Masaro, so it's you know and making him part of the fabric of the promotion while he's here. I don't know why promotions don't do more of that it doesn't make any sense to me
1: but that's a that's a tremendous card jeff cobb chris dickinson yeah, Sorrow is. ishi aj gray toros carl fredericks ray horos mr iguana versus uh, uh, steven tresario uh, then Levi Shapiro versus Yui Omura from West Coast Pro. So that's awesome. November 12th. Uh, but like we said, all of them are available on uh, IWTV. And, and you are not the only person that said that. There's been a lot of people over the last couple of weeks that have kind of come to us and said, oh, my God, are you guys watching the West Coast? Like, this thing is good. Like, a lot of good stuff uh, is happening in this promotion. So, yeah, if, if you have not caught up yet, all that is up on uh, independentwrestling.tv. So uh, you got a subscription. You can watch it all for free. After well, free. I can just
0: I can I could just tell the listeners, if you if you're someone like me who just you can't get into game changer, you just for whatever reason you just can't and you know my taste and you generally agree with my taste, this is a promotion that I promise you if you you'll you'll be able to get into it. It's just no nonsense, it's pro wrestling. Um they as you can see they use top of the line talent, you know, they're not Filling up their shows with, you know, jabrones and 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 you know, people. It, 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 I'm telling, listen, this is it's got the stamp of approval. It's got the Joe stamp of approval. You, you you'll enjoy this promotion.
1: Uh, speaking of a company that has the rich stamp of approval, I do want to mention this as well. AEW uh, has a big weekend coming up next uh, weekend. They're doing a uh, three different shows here. Jim uh, Line Memorial Tournament Night One. That's going to be on Friday, October 29th. Jim uh, Lynam tournament night two will be the night show uh, on Saturday, October 30th, and they're also doing an afternoon show uh, as well on that 30th. So, uh, real quick, I'll, I'll run down the card here real quick. Uh, AEW did uh, extend an offer to listeners of Voice of Wrestling. If you are interested, uh, if you're in the Chicago area and you're thinking about going to AEW, I uh, can use the promo code Voices of Wrestling at TicketLeap. So it's awpro.ticketleap.com, uh if you want to get a, a little bit of a discount there. Uh, on tickets but night one gym lineup invitational so here is the tournament uh field here you have mance warner versus josh alexander arez versus myron reed daniel garcia versus thomas shire jake something versus matt fitchett ach making his return to aw versus davy vega manders versus alex hammerstone i believe this is hammerstone's aw debut as well shaft versus ha- hakim zane and ace perry versus lee moriarty so what do you make of that lineup
0: Okay, so Daniel Garcia versus Thomas Shire is a match I need to see. That sounds like it's fucking awesome. Yeah,
1: cannot wait for that for sure.
0: Number two, I've been biting my tongue on ACH for about a month. I got a couple different text messages from people um, that I I knew he was coming back. I've been told he's in tremendous physical shape. I've been told that he's in a great place. You know, he had to get away for a while for whatever reason, and he's in a, you know, so I I think. This is, is, is going to be good and it's going to work out for him. And and I know that I'm rooting for him. I know you're rooting for him. Everybody's rooting for him. Um, but I, this was coming and he returned. What was it? Atlanta Wrestling?
1: Entertainment. Yeah. So um, AWE, I believe. Yeah. Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment.
0: I don't know whose face he got in. He did a standoff with somebody at the end of one of their shows and made his official return. But, um, you know, I have been told by mutual friends that this was coming and uh and that he was he was going to be back and and it was a little sooner than i was expecting but um here we go ach is back and i think uh the scene could use him and i think he's just way too talented to to have given up so i i hope that this all works out and it's good to see that some of his old haunts are more than willing to bring him back in yeah that, that is cool
1: you. that is reassuring because that, that's always my worry with ACH is, is uh is unfortunately when he does have these these moments in his life or these periods in his life where he just needs to kind of get away for a little bit you know sometimes companies get burnt and they you know book him and then he doesn't sh- you know show up or he ends up canceling or or whatever and i was i was i'm always like man because he's so good and like and but the good thing is all these companies seem to completely understand because
0: I don't I don't think he's ever had a history of of no shows or anything like that. Oh, I mean, no, no. Just, I think it's
1: always like, well, they're, they're known, but you know what I'm I mean? Done.
0: Like he's it's more like I'm done for a
1: while. Right. And and it's cool that the companies don't go. All right. Well, then we're done with you. You know what I mean? They're like yeah, perfectly yeah. when he says, hey, I'm ready to go. AEW says, oh, cool. Great. Cool. You're in the gym line of tournament. Let's go. Let's do this. You know you're a former champion of ours. You're you're one of our top guys. You've been you know wrestling for us for for a decade plus at this point. Whenever you're ready to come back, open arms. You're ready to come. So yeah, I'm really excited to see him in in, in the ring again. So that that sounds like a tremendous uh, tournament right there. So that'll be night. Uh, that'll be the night one on Friday. Uh, the afternoon show, grudge match, Eddie Kingston versus Fred Yehai. Oh, by the way, back to the Berwyn Eagles Club as well. So old school <laughs> haunt for AEW. So uh, Eddie Kingston versus Fred Yehai. Ah, uh, Allison K versus Kylie Ray for the AEW Women's Title, uh, and then a fans bring the weapons match. Joe Axel Rico Rico de la Vega versus Christy James and Sky Blue. So I got that. Oh, Thunder Rosa's is on the show too. She's against uh, Jody Threat, um, for that uh, afternoon show. So they're still kind of announcing things for that afternoon show. Uh, and then the nightcap on the uh, Saturday, October thirtieth. Uh, that will be Jim Lynam, uh second round semifinals and the finals of the tournament as well. So I believe that will be streaming on Fight. Uh, but if you're in the Chicago area and want to go to those, any of those three shows, uh, as we said awpro.ticketleap.com and use that promo code VoicesOfWrestling to get you a little bit of a discount. Uh, go watch some great wrestling on Halloween weekend, so there you go. Uh, there was one more, oh, you know what, Let's we were going to do Bloodsport, let's just do it now, since we're doing an impromptu bounce, a bounce yeah, around the well. Indies here. Uh, Bloodsport 7 coming up this weekend, kind of coming out of a, a little bit of a surprise. I don't know why, it doesn't feel like it's a Bloodsport weekend, but it's a Bloodsport weekend, and Man, I'm into this Bloodsport card here. Bloodsport Seven, October 22nd. Uh, this looks like a hell of a card. Your main event is Minoru Suzuki versus Chris Dickinson. You got Josh Barnett versus Tiger Ruas, which is the former Arturo Ruas, and uh, what the hell was he in? Uh, that was he in WWE.
0: Marcelo Huas. Or was it something?
1: Marce- Yeah, something like that. I forget what it was, like but he referenced. everyone knows who it is. Huas, yeah. yeah. it's Huas. Yeah, Huas. He fucking That's rules. So, uh, Tom Lawler versus Alex Coughlin. Eric Hammer versus your I'll boy. I'll handle this one. I'll handle yeah, this one. Yeah, go ahead. Eric Hammer versus...
0: Bad Dude Tito. Your
1: boy, Bad Dude Tito. Coming back. Jared Kratos versus Calvin Tankman. Royce Isaacs versus Clark Connors. Davey Richards versus Yuya Yuamura. Hell yeah. Starboy Charlie versus Yoya. Uh, Zeta Zhang versus KTZ. And Maria Shafir versus Masha Slamovich. So hey, Ma- Ma- Maria on. Shafir, hold finding her... Uh,
0: hold on a second. Hold on a second. Starboy Charlie is doing blood sport,
1: supposedly. Yeah, uh, all right. <laughs> we'll see. What if he's a world class grappler, Joe? You don't know that.
0: Uh, okay,
1: you're right. I didn't notice that Starboy Charlie was, I just kind of said his name, uh, you, but yeah, yo,
0: yeah, for that matter. Yeah, uh, you sure that's not a game changer match <laughs> or something? Game changer well, it is technically a, a
1: game changer game. offer, yeah. It, yeah, I don't know. Well.
0: Like that's not some yeah.
1: You could throw a 450 in a, a bloodsport match, right?
0: That's not fifth from the top on a Jersey Championship Wrestling show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. not. This is bloodsport. GCW.
1: Okay. Insert rap lyric here. Show. No, it's no, it's a.
0: All right. I'll give it a chance. Yeah, give I it a chance. Maybe you. I you thought maybe it was a vsx match or something. No, so, no, it's a, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's a, <laughs> okay. No, it's real. But uh, there you go. That's that looks like a pretty fun card there. Uh, big big stories there. Maria um, Shafir making her uh, uh, bloodsport debut, obviously after the WWE run. Uh, this is probably a more natural fit for her, so I, I'm interested to see uh, how, how she performs because it's a weird balance of like, okay, you're a real fighter, but these aren't real matches, but they're kind of real. They have to look. It's it's going to be a very interesting thing to see uh, what happens with her there, but uh, been interested nonetheless. And uh, uh, Tom Lawler, Alice Coglin, uh, Davy Richards, Yuu Yu Omura, uh, and then Minoru Suzuki, Chris Dickinson all sound fantastic to me. Josh Barnett and and, and Huas sounds really great too. So uh, I will definitely be watching that. We'll definitely review it next week. Uh, on the yes. show cuz uh Bloodsport's always worth the watch. I always I always enjoy watching a Bloodsport. I I can't say I've watched any of the the 6th or well, no, it'd be the 7th Bloodsport. This is Bloodsport 7, technically Bloodsport 8. Uh every single one I've watched, I've enjoyed at least most of it, even if there's, you know, one or two things that that don't land, but
0: yeah, there were a couple that were kind of shitty but yeah most of the time there's at least something on the shows that's interesting. yeah yeah right right
1: they're they're, yeah. they're what i like about them is they're you're usually quick and tidy and they're not overly long and it's right. n- very low on bullshit like not every one of the matches lands but it just kind of gets going it's it's a it's an easy watch at the end of the day it's an easy watch it's a fun watch so uh blood yeah. 7 that is this weekend uh, as well if you're off on the uh if you're looking for something to do on the 22nd there you go you got Bloodsport. sport all right now are you ready to talk to friday night wars Yes, let's do it. So AEW and WWE waged war, Joe. We previewed it last week and now we're talking about it this week. We had some very, very interesting results from this uh, viewership uh, Do You want to give I feel like everybody probably knows, but do you want to do the quickest of quick rundowns of what exactly happened here, how it started, who started it, whatever. Because I do think some people are a little confused as to, far, as to how this this kind of came together and, and, and what was against what and who was against what and all that sort of stuff.
0: I mean, all you really need to know is when it comes to this is that WWE put themselves in a position by going head-to-head for that first half hour of Rampage and... Loading up their SmackDown and making it a super size SmackDown and giving away pay per view quality matches like Sasha Banks versus Becky. on Lynch.
1: FS1, by the way. They do get pumped to FS1 for this show,
0: the FS1, and then giving away, you know, and then doing the Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns contract signing and doing, uh, you know, a couple of King and Queen of the Ring matches and really loading up their show, doing a two and a half hour show, going head to head for a half hour with Rampage. Talking Fox into going commercial free for that half hour and Rampage just doing the same old Rampage that they would have done whether WWE came for them or not. When you factor all of that in, WWE put themselves in a position where anything less than a complete slaughter and they were going to look bad. You know, that's the only way to view this because their show was stacked. With all of their biggest stars. And they were commercial free. During the head to head half hour. Um, so they had to just blow them out of the water. I don't know why they did this. This was an own goal. This was an own goal. This was a self own. Because there was no way. They can come out of this looking good. Unless they destroyed. Rampage. And they didn't. And nobody thought that they would. And not only did they not destroy them. They didn't even beat them. I mean they tied in the demo and I think they won in the eighteen to forty nine demographic overall by like a thousand viewers, which is, you know, margin of error or whatever.
1: Yeah. We we have the we have the whole we have the whole rundown here in a minute, but yeah.
0: And and then the head to head, you know, the half hour they went head to head, they lost. They didn't even win they lost in the eighteen to forty nine in the half hour that they went to head. Now they won in total viewers and they won in total viewers head to head and all that, but Um, Again, they needed to destroy AEW in total viewers, and they didn't. They needed to destroy them in every single demographic, and they didn't. In fact, they lost on all of the down-card demographics. The only reason they won was because of the over-50s, like usual. The only reason they won in total viewers. This is just so embarrassing. It's a humiliation. And we knew on Saturday when they leak the fast nationals again to all their little lapdogs in the feckless useless uh garbage wrestling media that we have which is it's that's exactly what it is there's like two people worth respecting in all of wrestling media let's just call it like it is i mean the rest of them are a bunch of feckless cowardly lapdogs who will take these emails and spit them out which is fine if wwe sends us an email with the fast nationals I'm going to report that shit, too, but I'm also going to give you the context. I'm also going to say, hmm, they didn't give us the demo number, though. I wonder why that might be. But none of these morons do that. Okay? And, you know, now they got Darren Rovell in the act. Darren Rovell knows about uh, much about wrestling. Okay? Knows <laughs> nothing. Darren Rovell knows nothing about wrestling. So they're even getting mainstream sports media people into the act. Which uh, of course, for for
1: full disclosure, uh, take one guess of who Darren Rovell's ex agent was.
0: Yeah, well, who was everybody's agent?
1: <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> just just, just try to guess, and maybe you'll get to the uh, get to potentially where this may have uh, may have came into play here. But
0: yeah, yeah so you got Darren Rovell dutifully reporting uh, these fast nationals and calling it a big win for WWE. That's probably the title of the email he got. Yeah, big,
1: big win. win. <laughs> All
0: right. So he just spits it out there. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And the bottom line here is there is no spin. There is no way to spin this. As soon as we saw that the demos weren't leaked for the first time in three weeks, everybody knew what was coming on Monday. Okay? And what was coming was WWE did not do well in the demos. Because the, those demos were conspicuous by their absence. Yeah, any, the,
1: anybody uh, with a brain, release. anybody that's followed this, anybody that's followed yeah. us, anybody that's listened to us, knew that. Yeah, when, when those demos didn't come out, it was like, oh, strap in,
0: it's gonna be Bad over. news. It's Monday's
1: not going to be, be good when they're going. Hey, overall viewership. Hey, what are the demos? Ah, overall viewership. Ah, we don't have
0: the, uh, this <laughs> right. week and this week only. We don't have that information. <laughs> right. And and these and these news sites. They don't, like, how can they not note that when they write their stories and they tweet the shit out? Well, how are T- you TK not made sure that?
1: that all of them knew that on Monday when he was, he was channeling his inner message boarder there because he was, he was on one As Well, that he day. should
0: have, but, but it's like they left the demo out just like they, you know, it's, you know, the week CM Punk debuted, you didn't see Fast Nationals leaking either. The two weeks that Rampage was number one on cable, you didn't see Fast Nationals leaking either. There's a trend here, okay? And I broke that story, that it was WWE leaking those Fast Nationals. And of course, there's knuckleheads out there who will still deny it, despite the fact that you don't need me citing multiple sources to figure this out. You just have to have half a fucking brain in your skull to figure this out. You don't need me to tell you that various people in the industry have confirmed to me. That it's WWE leaking these numbers, which is, by the way, for the record,
1: kudos to WWE. It's a great bit of business what they're doing.
0: Well, yeah, they're trying to control the narrative. It's
1: fantastic, which you should do.
0: That's That's good. They do, you know. So, and then you know, there was only one outcome that would have been positive for them, and that was kicking ass. And they didn't. How did that half hour head to head lose? That's humiliating. It's embarrassing. And it's Becky and Sasha Banks is arguably their best television draw. Lost head to head. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar lose head to head in that demo, barely win in total viewers. And it's like they didn't. All they had to do was mind their own business.
1: Yeah, they they picked this fight, and, and... this
0: is such a self-owned. And here's what it, here's what it's telling people inside. Listen. You can control the narrative when it comes to wrestling fans and and uh, people who don't know any better and all that. But now, what do people in the television industry know? Here's what they know. They know that on an even playing field, if SmackDown were on cable, just like Rampage, and those two shows aired at the same time, because here's something I haven't even brought up yet. Rampage was on outside of primetime. And still tied SmackDown in the 18-49 to demographic. Despite the fact that two of SmackDown's hours aired in primetime. Okay? So there's another factor. But what people inside television now know to be true is that if these two shows were going head-to-head at the same time, Rampage would beat it.
1: Right. Essentially what WWE just did this week was make Tony Khan a shit ton of money. Make AEW a shit ton of money.
0: This is the true day of reckoning.
1: Because when they come to the table... (laughs) <laughs> you know they could say, "Yeah, no, I know you guys pay you know two hundred fifty million a year for for these guys, but look what we did, head to head with them, and we cost a little less than two hundred fifty million, but offer the same product and the same and 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 better in the devils and that sort of stuff." That's what they did is they got to the table there. They they went for the challenge. They lost, and all that they did after all this, if you don't, this is in. This is in a, Chris Arrington and, and Tony Khan and all the people at AEW, this is in a notebook, it's in a dossier, Joe, it's in a briefcase, it's in something. This, they just gave them a slide on their fucking presentation to the networks. Handed them a slide to help them make a shit ton of money the next time they're negotiating their TV deal. And potentially lost over to be a lot of money when they're negotiating their TV deal and those guys in that network can say, well, wait a minute. We just had a presentation from AEW, and didn't they beat you guys in the demo? And they, you know, yada yada. Like that's what they did. So yeah, it's anybody with a brain knows this is not. This was a bad, bad, bad week. This was a disaster.
0: This was an utter disaster. And if you don't think it's viewed as an utter disaster internally, you just don't know what you're talking about. It was a disaster. They stacked the deck as hard as they possibly could. And these were the results. Well,
1: I think what's important to think that we talked about it last week—is that Rampage was just a plain old Rampage man. Just there was a, nothing.
0: They didn't change shit. Now, if that you want to say the YouTube
1: thing—that they they stacked up the buy-in or whatever—they did. They they probably did, and they probably some factor into it which again was a smart thing to do they didn't they didn't blow any matches that were going to be like big draws down the line Minor suzuki and daniel Bryan wasn't or brian Danielson it wasn't going to be something that was going to you know draw a, a, a big pay-per-view audience down the line or whatever they what they gave away wasn't too much they didn't give away like you said not what smackdown gave away smackdown gave away a lot more but AEW just went to the table with a plain ass rampage once once the youtube buy-in thing was done it was just a regular old Friday night rampage and this is the numbers they got this is the competitor that they were on this night which is crazy
0: yeah and and that just go you know and and Smackdown did everything in their power to win and and they and I mean barely won in total viewers and lost where it counted yeah and and that's that's humiliating and you know it's it's just such a horrible look and you know they're annoyed about it and it's uh, and did you see the little thing? I didn't even pick up on this. I forgot where I read it, but um, the Tay Conti Santana Garrett match on the on the YouTube buy-in. Do you know why he booked that?
1: Because it was the first match against AEW, right? NXT it
0: first. It was the first NXT quarter that beat yeah. AEW's quarter, so that was kind of like a little fuck you. Like now they both work for me. I mean, that is just <laughs> it's, it's, it's message like boarder. T- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's,
1: I mean, that's bringing up an old quote to to dunk on you. You know what I mean? Yes. In, in a Message board, <laughs> bring it up a six year old post, you know, yeah. to reply to it and go, ah, eh, what about this? You know. So, real D V D R stuff right there. So
0: yeah, so I wrote this scathing piece behind the paywall. It is, uh, let me grab the uh, the title where I break all of this down, and I, I really, I, I spare no victims in this piece that I wrote um why can't i find it it is titled i want to get it right um an anatomy of 30 minutes the utterly embarrassing wwe friday night self-own you can read that self-own sounds like cell phone right when you say it a little bit cell phone
1: yeah cell phone self self dash own is what you're trying to say here but yeah it does come yeah. come across kind of quick
0: now normally our writing is on the ten dollar tier, but I put this on the five dollar tier because I was uh I was especially proud of the ethering that I gave uh the dum dums over at WWE for this because it they, they really they didn't have to do this. They really didn't. And they set themselves up for this and they got completely embarrassed. And um to me, this is more embarrassing than dynamite beating raw a couple of times in the demo last month this is more embarrassing than dynamite beating nxt so badly that they basically blew up the brand i mean they beat nxt so badly that vince mcmahon flew to florida fired half the roster uh demoted triple h tore the show apart and rebuilt it in a completely different image that's how badly they beat nxt head to head and i think this is more embarrassing than that um you know, this is more embarrassing than beating WWE head-to-head in New York not once but twice as they're beating their ass in the new building in, in Long Island now too as AEW just has completely taken over WWE's uh, home base of New York. But I really believe that this head-to-head Friday deal, this was the true day of reckoning. And I think that this – This has huge ramifications. Those huge other ones are
1: fun little like, oh, man, wow. this This is going to cost one company a lot of money and make another company a lot of money.
0: And, 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 you know, you know, it's, uh, know uh, I'm, I'm not on Twitter anymore, but you are, and you're probably going to get an angry DM from the big guy, but it was his B show. It was AEW's B show with apologies to TK that, uh, cause it's your B show that, that did this to SmackDown and they came for them like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and stacked and completely stacked the deck.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. And it wasn't like because we we talked about that with NXT. Like there was a while where the NXT AEW thing was like our impression of it, and our read on it was that 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 Vince thought thought so little or, or WWE maybe it wasn't Vince himself but WWE thought so little of of, of AEW when they first started that they said ah yeah put him against NXT that's fine who cares you know what I mean like we'll beat yeah. NXT like the you know NXT will beat the hell out of him or and they was... thought
0: NXT would take away enough viewers to where AEW wouldn't be able to get right
1: right but they didn't head. they didn't bring their game and like NXT really wasn't like. Crazy yeah. stacked from the beginning. I mean, there was some little stuff they did here and there. But it was essentially just, hey, do your normal thing. We'll beat their ass. It's fine. You know? And then that didn't happen. <laughs> and then, they, you know, like you said, then the reaction was, oh, fuck. Everything got blown up. and Everything got destroyed. All that sort of stuff. So, it, it, it's, you know, they, before they took them, they did not take them lightly here. WWE <laughs> did not take AEW lightly. Quite the contrary. Quite the opposite. They realized how important it was to beat their ass. And how important it was to, to, to show out. And, and destroy them with, with, with Sasha and Becky and Brock and Ra- Roman and all those sort of guys, they're top dogs, all the people, and it didn't happen, and that's got to be i mean that's that's a big, big moment in this entire wrestling war, and I think a lot of people you know the news cycle has kind of moved on from it, but but you should not this this is a big day. this was a huge day in, in, in this in this wrestling war because because
0: well, what would what would a normal smackdown that wasn't specifically loaded up to compete? how would that do against? rampage. Yeah. I mean, you have to remember how loaded and stacked it was. Yeah, You know, because I think internally, WWE understood that they were going to be facing a huge embarrassment if they didn't do something. Because I think internally, they understood that they were probably going to lose. And there might actually be a bit of a sense of relief that they were able to tie. I mean, I think that they probably thought they were going to just wipe the floor with them because of how much they stacked it. But I think they also realize that if they hadn't done that, they, they that they know they would have lost. I think they know it. And I think they understand now that there is a serious fight here for uh, being the market leader, at least in terms – of the consumer metrics. Right, and
1: that's good. That's good for all of us. It's good for all wrestling fans cuz well, yeah,
0: look, you just got the stacks smacked.
1: <laughs> right, so that's, what like, so anybody, that's
0: what I mean. Like so anybody Cuz it's
1: it's funny cuz you get in these little wars and these little piffy like oh, WWE versus eight and and it's like ultimately like this is really good for everybody. It should it should anytime this has happened WWE usually gets really really good. I don't know if that's going to happen this time. I have no clue. I have no idea. But you should be very happy because it's got them aware of it. It's got them noticing it. And, yeah, you just got a loaded-ass, a great episode, a <laughs> loaded-ass episode of SmackDown with a really good match and a big-time moment and all that sort of stuff. And they're, they're not going to just – I mean, they they know this. I mean, they—they they, this – it's a war now. You know what I mean? It's a full blown war now, and 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 they can't just pretend like this is a little startup that's going to go away a little bit, and they can just kind of smack down, like, or for lack of a better term, just kind of smack down a little bit. Like they can't do that. You know what I mean? Like they they they're here to stay. And this war, I mean, they they just got the, one of the biggest counterpunches they've gotten in this entire war, and it's it's crazy, man.
0: Well, they keep tripping over their own dick. Like they counter programmed dynamite. Yeah. And they got fucking destroyed. They booked MSG after AEW booked Arthur Ashe, and they got destroyed. They counter-programmed the first half hour of this rampage, and they got beat. Like they're doing this; to, these are all cell phones, right?
1: And 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 we also like you know internally there's always this discussion too that like Vince's idea and and this is you know just kind of rumors and stuff that we've heard, but like Vince's idea was to you know and I think even I mean if you kind of address what he said at one of the conference calls, it's pretty close to it. But his his basic idea was hey let these guys go and let them all sign with w b or AEW because they're going to bankrupt themselves just signing all these guys, and AEW kind of just signed like the dudes that they wanted to sign, push them as big stars. And then signed a bunch of the lower tier guys and made them big stars, too. You know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not exactly going to plan as they thought. I think that they maybe had this idea. Ah, yeah, let Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt go or whatever. They'll sign him for $2 million or whatever. And, and and Tony's went, no, we want Malachi Black and we want this guy and that guy or whatever. Yeah, we'll take Danielson and Punk because, of course, you're going to take Danielson and Punk. But we'll take some fringe guys as well. Adam Cole, yeah, we'll take him. Yeah, Alistair Black, you know, we'll turn him into something. Like, that. that's, you know, that that's another counterpunch to it. Again, like... Like you said, every sort of move that WWE is trying here is, is either getting, you know, counterpunched by AEW or it's just it's just not landing. The punch is just not landing and, and they're kind of running out of moves here.
0: It's just a better show, Rich. I mean, it's really that simple. It's just a better show.
1: And it's been that, I mean, every wrestling war usually comes down to that. I mean, there's some stuff that you can do, you know, there's some nefarious things you can do here and there. But largely it's, you know, he who has the better show usually ends up, you know, winning the war for a little bit.
0: Raw just did their lowest uh, number ever in the eighteen to forty-nine ever stiff sports competition. I guess sports get it. is they,
1: not going away, guys. Yeah, if if, if that's yeah. one thing to learn about this year, last year sports went away. You know what I mean? Sports were terrible. Everybody looked at the numbers of sports, went, "Oh my god, nobody's watching sports anymore." Uh, sports have gotten too political, so that's why no one's watching it. Or people are doing this, or people are doing that. No, nah, they just didn't like watching sports in front of no crowds. NBA yeah. doing huge numbers, NFL doing huge numbers. MLB doing MLB gigantic playoffs. numbers. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, the MLB playoffs. Good Lord. Baseball is not dead, folks. Baseball is yeah. alive. It's uh, doing okay.
0: And, and you know, the thing is, if if anyone paid attention, and we said this for years, if you paid attention to local ratings for baseball, you would know that this idea that baseball is dying was nonsense. It's just more of a localized Right. Story. People don't
1: watch the ESPN Wednesday night game as much as they right. watch their hometown team.
0: Right. Because exactly. I don't
1: give a shit really about NBA. NBA is pretty much like, am NBA, I watching the Clippers and the Warriors teams. on my phone right now? I am Joe. I am absolutely yeah. watching that. But like you know, am I going to dig into fucking you know Brewers Diamondbacks on Wednesday night? You know, base? no. I, they, no, are they, they even, yeah. Like I sometimes, uh, baseball, but not usually. Base, yeah.
0: Baseball, unlike the NFL and the NBA. People predominantly pay attention to their team and really don't give a fuck about anything. It, it, that's just the way baseball is. It's 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 more local. So you might have millions of people on a given night watching baseball, but it's all on the local. Um, right,
1: they're watching the Angels on network. their yeah on their own right. network or whatever, not watching it on ESPN.
0: Yeah, so that Cubs Dodger game on ESPN might not do a super impressive number, but you have to understand it all around the country. Everybody's watching their local teams on their local RSNs. And that's, you know, so this idea that baseball was dying was I've, I never bought into that, um, you know, but yeah, and you could see with the playoffs, there's massive interest in the MLB playoffs this year. Uh, and the NFL is having tremendous numbers. NBA is off to a good start. So my point here on Monday is this is not the first time Raw has gone up against stiff sports competition, but it is the lowest number they've ever done. And, you know, they did 1.5 million viewers and a 0.39. It's another red flag. There's just a lot of red flags. And we've talked so often on this show about how bad WWE has been. And the chickens have to come home to roost. There has to be. Well, we're starting to see these red flags now. You know, they've got a real legitimate competitor who's the real deal. And if And here's the thing. If Friday doesn't open your eyes to that, I don't want, you know, you shouldn't listen to this show. Because you're never going to get it then. You know what I mean? Because that was like the ultimate eye-opening day of reckoning that everyone should understand. Yeah, I was
1: kind of surprised to see the news cycle go in and out so quickly of this. Where I was like, dude, this is like this ramifications are going to be years down the line. This one night is like the start of something gigantic. Because yeah, this- I don't know
0: if it's possible for WWE to put together a bigger television show than they did for SmackDown this week and for that last half hour. I don't know if they can do it. And they got beaten the demo by a run-of-the-mill Rampage. Yeah. With Matt Seidel and The Bunny. And, <laughs> all right, and look, CM Punk. But Rampage always has a one yeah. big match for the big <laughs> right, star. Right, right, But it wasn't CM Punk versus Brian Danielson. It was CM Punk versus Matt Seidel. It was The Bunny. You know, it was, it, it was the same show they would have done regardless. And you couldn't have put together a bigger SmackDown than they put together and they did it commercial-free. And, and, and if, you know, it's, it, it's, it's humiliating.
1: Yeah. It, it, it's,
0: and it's a, it's a, it's another red flag. There's so there's legitimate red flags. Now, there really are. Yeah. And there's cracks in the foundation that are, are, you know, and, and the house shows, it, you know, not every city, but in a lot of these cities, they're struggling to sell tickets now too. And that's always the one, that's the one McMahon pays attention to the house shows. His theory has always been the house shows tell you whether what you're doing or not is working. Not necessarily the people in the buildings, because they're there and they're excited and they bought their ticket. And you can't always go by that. But how many people are there? Mm-hmm. That's the key. And you know, they're getting they're they're, you know, AEW's wiping the floor with them in a lot of these big cities. And that has that's another red flag. It's the it's just a better show. WWE Putting out lousy shows.
1: Yeah, and you can and, trust and, you can trust AEW on a weekly basis more, and yes. we're seeing that in the audience. We're seeing that in the people that what people are watching, and, and it's not unlike what WCW do I mean, when eventually people just kind of said, "Look, I trust every single week that WCW is going to give me something that I'm going to like." This '96, 90, late '96, '97, people just trusted that. Hey, on a weekly to week basis, WCW is giving me a decent show. So I'm gonna watch them, and that and that's what AEW is doing. People are are, the card doesn't matter, and that when you can do that, when you can just say, "Hey, look, here's what we're gonna present on this show," but it's you know, and people are not. I don't think people are watching AEW for Matt Sydal versus CM Punk, like you said. People are just watching because it's AEW, and every single week they watch AEW, and they trust enough that AEW is gonna give them a good show. And that when you can get into that position, that's when you're doing it. And, And WWE has not been in that position for a very, very long time. They have have for. I mean, for a long portion of this show, have relied on this is the big match. This is the big comeback. This is the big moment. This is what we're doing. Uh, it's it's retro-RAW. It's, it's RAW 25. It's, it's a draft. It's a, you know, the, the season premiere of RAW. It's a season premiere. They've done all those little things. Hey, Hulk Hogan's coming back. Uh, hey, Goldberg's coming back. Hey, uh, this guy's coming back. Hey, Brock's coming Like They've always done these little patchwork piecemeal things or whatever, and they've wor- they did work. They used to work very, very well. They're not working anymore. People are done with that. People understand what the, what the score is. And that's a big deal because they, they're, they, you know, not making stars for the last 10 years is biting them in the ass. And they're going to have to get really, really aggressive about pushing your Big E's and about pushing your Xavier's and about pushing your Bianca's. And, and you know, they're going to have to start really getting after those people because that's the way you're going to attract new. The lifeblood of the industry has always been always, always, always been new, unfamiliar young stars. And young is always sometimes you know can be relative or whatever. I mean, it depends. You know, young young in the minds of the viewer, they, they they haven't been you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin wasn't really you know the youngest person in the world, but like he hadn't been pushed that level. You know what I mean? Like he hadn't been a star. But that's the stuff that always does it. So you know, you can go back to the Brock Lesnar. Well, all these times you want, like eventually you're just gonna have to bite the bullet and and make those new stars. And they they haven't done those over the last ten years, and and it's it's starting to affect them. You know, the Roman it, train it, it, blew through every ma- every man on yeah. the roster. And now you're left with nothing. So now it's like, all right.
0: And, and now you're left with a guy who loses head-to-head with the bunny yeah. in a quarter hour. Mm-hmm. And I know that's been memed to death. And that's not what I'm doing here. But you're left with a guy in Roman Reigns who who objectively lost. Yeah. And that's the, guy you've, the
1: single guy you've pushed over the last 10 years.
0: Harder than anyone. He objectively lost to a throwaway segment to, no disrespect, to to Cherry Bomb. Okay. To, to the bunny, and he's a guy who had to be bailed out as the headliner of MSG because he could not sell 7,000 tickets. And they had to call in John Cena, a real star, to bail him out, to lie up to 14,000 tickets. Because they didn't sell fourteen; They sold 13 or 12. They lied up to 14,000 tickets and needed John Cena to come in to bail Roman Reigns out in MSG because he couldn't even get them to 7,000 sold. This is the same Roman Reigns who WWE has put on that Long Island show, which is getting their ass kicked head-to-head by the AEW show, Dynamite versus Raw, days apart, same show comp, AEW higher ticket prices, by the way. Okay? They brought in Roman Reigns to try to bump up ticket sales, and about a week in, they had increased by 400 tickets, okay? Roman Reigns, there's a lot of evidence right now that this man, who is undoubtedly over in the buildings, there's two different kinds of over in pro wrestling. We talk about this all the time. There's being over in the buildings. He's got that check mark. He's got that. He's very clearly over in the buildings. People who like WWE are into Roman Reigns. There's no question. But the other kind of over in pro wrestling is moving the needle.
1: Right. Fan creation, fan buy-in, and tickets. this
0: self-proclaimed yeah. needle mover, okay, hasn't moved a needle in ages.
1: Yeah. It's, it's he
0: just got beat by the bunny. Rough. He can't sell tickets. He, he, he doesn't move tickets. His his, his television quarter hours are nothing special. He got beat head-to-head commercial free. And this is what you're talking about, Rich, star creation. If you gave me one WWE match that I, if you asked me, if Vince McMahon called me and said, Joe, what do we do? I need to beat AEW head-to-head. I would tell him Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch. Great, I'll do it commercial free. It lost. And this is what you're talking about. And people will tell you that these are stars because WWE tells you that they're stars. But then when the rubber meets the road, we see whether they're real stars or not. Nobody in New York gives a fuck about Roman Reigns. Yeah.
1: Stars sell tickets.
0: They just don't.
1: People pay money to, to watch stars.
0: They added him to that Long Island show, and it meant nothing.
1: <laughs> Four hundred tickets.
0: It might be a little more by now, but the last time I checked, yeah. That, let, let, so let me
1: see, let me see if I can get an update tickets. on that real quick. I'll see what the, what WrestleTix has to say about it. He had so.
0: to be bailed out of MSG. This guy's not a, a a needle moving, and he calls himself a needle mover. The balls on this guy. I know he's doing shtick and a gimmick too, but I'm sure to some degree he thinks he's a some kind of difference maker. Why? Because people bought tickets to SummerSlam and they would have bought it whether you were on the show or not? Does he really think that they wouldn't have bought those SummerSlam tickets whether he was on the show or not? It's like WrestleMania. They're going to buy the tickets anyway. I know what they didn't buy tickets to. MSG. (laughs) With your face on the marquee. And they had to make it a super show. And then bring in John Cena, a real star, to the rescue. People that aren't 60, watch The Bunny instead of you. Moving needles. This guy doesn't move needles. And that's the, the point that you're making here. They have failed at star creation. And, yeah. the, and, the, and more importantly, Rich, I don't even think it's even so much that. It's that the show just isn't that good. We had, Bianca, we had uh, Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch on that SmackDown. And we have Bianca Belair at the commentary table. Rich, you want to guess the finish?
1: <laughs> <know your copy laughs> oh man, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure Sasha just beat her in the middle. I mean, uh, uh, hit her with a move. Becky kicked out. Becky kicked, hit her with her move, and then Becky won one, two, three in the middle of the ring. And just yeah,
0: Bianca at, at the commentary table. You think she got involved?
1: <laughs> I would. Uh, yeah. i venture to guess she maybe it's uh, maybe the they same involved, old yeah. shit
0: over and over, and bad finishes and antiquated. And here's the thing. Because the AEW shows are so good, it shines more of a light on how bad the WWE shows are. Because then people say, well, wait a minute.
1: There's competition, yeah. You can look at they, it one-to-one, one, yeah. They,
0: they, they give us winners and losers, and they don't give us rematches every week. And it's it feels different, and it moves fast, and we don't have unfunny comedy every, you know, backstage segments, and... The commentators don't they don't treat us like we're idiots and we don't have endless recap packages this is different this is different and yeah there's still people who prefer the way w w e presents the sure, product, of course okay but you know it shines a light on on kind of the if you want to call it the unbiased viewer or just some guy who likes to watch wrestling sitting home at night flipping around there's a there's a palpable difference between the two and one shows good and one isn't and one is growing and the other is not so i really think that's what it comes down to more than anything one shows good and one isn't and one is starting to feel more and more antiquated and it's it's ironic because they think they're the forward thinking ones they think that their presentation you know is is above well you know we have uh, you know, our great production value. Yeah, we have holograms. We have holograms
1: when guys come out. There's a giant Roman Reigns CGI, so yeah, we and know what we're the, doing, yeah. A
0: giant lips and giant <laughs> fucking birds flying out of Matt Riddle's feet and all of this shit. And it's like, they think that, but what they don't realize is their presentation and their uh, production and their overproduced shit, like, it's starting to look antiquated and bad yeah. next to this other thing. And, and And that's what I think they're going to have to catch up with and, and, and make changes And I'm just not confident that they're going to I think they're, they just think that this is the right course. And I think we're in for more of these all time record low number. I mean, how many times have we heard all time record low for raw over the last two years at various, and we just heard it again this week and. I think it's because the show fucking stinks,
1: right? And yeah, like we said, sports is, is not going away. I mean, there's going to be some big time Monday Night Footballs coming up. NBA is going to go to. I mean, Monday is always going to be a day. It's just, yeah, I, I, we we no sports excuses anymore for any of these shows. Like,
0: did you know Arthur Ashe was the biggest uh, wrestling crowd in New York in like 27 years or wow. something like that? How is that not and Pete? and people would argue with me that that oh they're not humiliated by that you're out of your fucking mind if you think Vince McMahon isn't fucking stewing over that uh, like every day of his life
1: i forget i was i was reviewing sound s- i know i was reviewing something on 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 the uh, the patreon forget what it was, but uh, there was some long diatribe. Somebody was coming out, and there was some long diatribe by a WWE announcer being like, when you do it in New York, that's what it really matters. New York is the epicenter of entertainment and wrestling and all that sort of stuff. And I, I think I referenced that. I was just like, yeah, to the people arguing about Joe, and that uh, he's not embarrassed by it. Here you go. Here's... Evidence of of WWE just being like, well, unless you do it in New York, you haven't really done it anywhere because this is where. And
0: another red flag because traditionally in all of entertainment, New York is seen as usually ahead of the curve on what's next.
1: Uh, Speaking of that Belmont Park, uh, UBS UBS Arena here, this is from October 17th. So things may have dramatically changed over the last few days. I'm doubting it though. Uh, WWE Raw, November 29th, available tickets still 3,970. Tickets distributed 3,130 out of the 7,000. Uh, they're there, so 44% capacity uh, for WWE Raw on November 29th. AEW Dynamite on December 8th, uh, they have 2,000 tickets left. They have distributed 7,639 tickets out of the 9,699 allotted. So 79% of that building uh, for their attendance is filled out. But again, the big numbers there, AEW has sold 7,639. WWE has sold 3,130.
0: So, And... A.W. has sold more tickets than WWE is offering. Yeah. Think about that. Well,
1: they that was like. sold
0: more tickets.
1: Dude, did you see that number in the Chase Center a couple weeks ago? I did not. Oh, what the hell was the WWE number? It was like, whoa, what are you guys doing? Like, you, oh, man, let me find what it was or whatever. And then, of course, there was, like, people that were like, you know, oh, well. You need a vaccine, or pe- they're only doing half capacity, and then like the Warriors played a preseason well, game like the day before, <laughs> and it was like sixteen thousand people or whatever. So Six,
0: yeah, yeah, they make. It, while you're looking that up, though, back to the the, the new arena in Long Island. Um, remember, they were at like. 2800 i think when they added roman reigns or 2700 when they added roman reigns so he's had no effect i mean they've sold like three or 400 tickets since they've added him to the show the other thing is they cut their ticket prices in the upper bowl in half yeah they're now doing half price tickets in the upper bowl so they added roman reigns they cut the ticket prices in half which were already cheaper than the AEW tickets. they don't care though
1: with. it's just all coincidences though i'm sure
0: and it's and they've still only sold thirty one hundred tickets. Uh, four thousand
1: three hundred one people in the Chase Center in San Francisco. Forty three
0: hundred for people. Yeah, in the Chase Center, and like you said, sixteen thousand in the building for the Warriors <laughs> or
1: something like that. Where people earlier. are like, oh, maybe they're doing half capacity." I was like, "No, they." Literally the day before a preseason game with the Warriors, you know, sold the bitch out. So, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's crazy, man. It's it's yeah, people. Anybody who's not seeing this and not you know don't listen to those people you know like i don't know what to tell you but like they're they're not they're not understanding what's going on here they're not seeing the the, the huge way real quick i'm going to go over these these head to head numbers and we'll get to our other topics and then get out of here overall viewership like you said smackdown did beat a uh, 800 uh 878,000 to rampage's 602,000 but here are the big numbers uh that we're going to focus prime time
0: versus 10 p.m.
1: right exactly
0: loaded show versus the bunny
1: you're right uh overall 18 to 49 Rampage 328,000 to Smackdown's 285,000. Males 18 to 49 Rampage 225,000, Smackdown 184,000. Females 18 to 49. Narrow edge for Rampage 104,000 102,000. So, whatever. This the head to head half hour by yeah. the way. Uh overall 18 to 40, uh, 18 to 34 Rampage 122,000, Smackdown 89,000. So, pretty good win there. Uh, in, in overall males 18 to 34 rampage 69,000 smackdown 54,000 females 18 to 34 It's kind of an interesting one as well rampage 53,000 smackdown 36,000 i find okay, that stop. i find that one fascinating do, do you find it uh, Sasha uh, versus Becky that's what i'm saying like that you feel like when you book Sasha versus Becky you're booking that 18 to 34 here is a co- you know comparable women strong women you know what I mean like that is but that could be know
0: but as we know and we've been saying right there's don't be fooled by Sasha stands on Twitter it's 50 year old men plus who watch the the Wwe women we have data that supports that right and we're about to support it again keep going
1: uh overall uh 35 to 49 rampage 206 thousand smackdown 196 thousand males. 35 to 49. Rampage, 156,000. Smackdown, 130,000. And then finally, the two demos that Smackdown did win here. Females, 35 to 49. Smackdown 166,000 to Rampage's 52,000. And then finally the non-18 to 49. Predominantly the 50+. Smackdown, 593,000 to Rampage's 274,000. A fucking destruction in the
0: 50+. There it is the habit viewers who've been watching for years right. and they don't have time to learn different wrestling
1: but again if you don't think that that is being put in the dossier in the briefcase or whatever when they go to the network and say yeah, yeah, yeah. they beat us in overall viewers but look where those viewers came from our viewers came from 18 to 49 are our you viewers... seeking
0: young viewers right. here's what we can here's do. here's what
1: we you. do you're seeking high ad rates and da yada yada we're doing that they are not yeah and here's the data to prove it
0: and their viewers are only going to get older when you sign one when you sign either them or us to a 5-year deal their 56-year-old average viewer is going to be 60 60 fucking 2 by the end of that deal yeah i mean that's what you go in the room with and that's why it matters and that's not that the total viewership doesn't matter at all of course it does but that's why these downcard demos and these younger demos matter and that's why when you look on these charts, it's ranked by that and mm-hmm. not the total viewers. I, so, I mean, this was uh, this was a humiliation, and Tony Khan had plenty to say.
1: Oh, he was posting. <laughs> he Monday. was a poster on Monday for sure. That was that was message board Tony out there on Monday. He was he was adding a lot of people, so that was uh, it was fun to. Uh,
0: you, you know, well, you know the lap dogs and your Darren Ravels, I mean, they deserve it. I mean, they deserve it. You, you're you're. You're willingly doing someone else's PR. I mean, and, and there's a way to report stuff that gets fed to you without just looking like you're doing someone else's
1: PR. Yeah, and that just has, that has always been a problem in, in, in wrestling media, unfortunately. And, and like we, you and I both follow sports media, and there's a. Because f-
0: it's not a real media. It's, it's wrestling right. media is not a real media. It's, it's, we know what it is. Rich, I read an article yesterday by Mr. Tito. Mr. Tito wrote an article. For one of the fucking news sites, I think it was No DQ, which still exists for some reason. Okay, Mister Tito, is this 1997? Mister Tito's writing articles talking about how the war is over and Tony Khan blew it because he talks shit on Twitter. This is what the wrestling media is—it's people giving an outlet to Mister Tito in in 2021. Okay. It's a bunch of guys like that who are around for the the Monday Night War, and they can't let go of it. All these guys in their mid to late 40s, they're they're pushing 50. Uh, Their idealistic vision of pro wrestling happened 25 years ago. They can't let go. They can't let go of total viewership being the be-all, end-all because they haven't evolved with time. They have this uh, fixation. Vince McMahon is a demigod to them. Okay, because that's the wrestling they grew up with. It's a lot the same uh, with these Northeastern guys that I like to talk about. I have this whole group of people from the Northeast that are in the wrestling business. Some of them are pro wrestlers. I'm not going to name names. They get together for WWE pay-per-views to this day. None of them watch AEW. Why? It's indie shit. It's indie shit to them because they just bow at the altar. They grew up with Vince McMahon, and he's a demigod to them. And it's the same with a lot of these guys in the wrestling media. And that's why they frame their coverage in the best light possible. They don't like that WWE is being challenged because that's their childhood being challenged. That's what they grew up with being challenged. Okay? And there's a part of them that's sympathetic to WWE because they grew up with it. Yeah. And we're a part of it, and uh, you know, and it, it's like we're probably guilty too for it sucking as bad as it does. Oh yeah, yeah, we definitely but suck. Don't consider, we absolutely
1: no, there's but no but doubt. Never, Did you listen I've, to the first hour of this show? We suck a lot. I've
0: never called myself a journalist or considered myself a journalist. You've never used that term to describe yourself. No, I just give opinions, man. I don't even remember what we're talking
1: about. <laughs> we were talking about WWE versus uh
0: Rich Mister Tito. Mister Tito,
1: I I don't even know if I know who Mister Tito is. He's
0: back from the Scott Keith
1: oh yeah oh that oh okay all right same dude christopher
0: all right van winkle what was that guy's name uh fucking th- th- CR- yeah, you talking about
1: crv guy. crv
0: yeah christopher robin zimmerman and, and,
1: and or crz crz that Z, that that's right yeah yeah CRZ.
0: Well, that, that's where mr tito we mr tito <laughs> is writing about wrestling in 2021 well i still
1: care what raja
0: someone like that an outlet
1: i still care what raja has to say about stuff so we'll see
0: okay why are we doing this this is what wrestling media is. So maybe Tony Khan shouldn't talk shit. Maybe he shouldn't waste time with them because they're all a bunch of mouth-breathing idiots. I mean, why, why respond to people that don't know what they're talking about and are just going to be lap dogs for the PR emails they get every Saturday? I mean, why bother?
1: We're getting a little low here. So let's, uh, let's, quick, uh, let's talk about uh, – you, you ch- jumped in with a little bit of Crown Jewel right this morning. I, uh, I only watched a little bit of it here and there. Uh, overall thoughts on, on the Crown Jewel show from this uh, this morning.
0: Rich is uncomfortable now. Rich is uncomfortable. (laughs) Well, Uh, we
1: got 20 minutes left. I want to get to Impact.
0: I don't have any strong thoughts on Mr. Tito as much as you do. We were going to do this Tony Khan, Eric Bischoff thing. Yeah, I don't want to
1: give. I don't want to give. Yeah.
0: Let me say quickly about that. You nailed it when you called Eric Bischoff, okay, an all-time fraud. That's exactly what he is. I don't know what Bischoff's doing out there, okay, calling out Tony Khan for talking shit. And Tony Khan let him have it on Busted Open. And every point that Tony Khan made was correct. Here's what Bischoff is doing. He must need some downloads for that shit podcast that he does where he can't remember anything. When it's bad, he can't remember anything. When it's something good, all of a sudden he remembers, but then he gets all the facts wrong anyway. And he must be running out of weeks to talk about. Okay? What's the name of that 83 Weeks? 83 Weeks is the name of that. He must be on like week 78 or 79. And he must be running out of material. Because Harry out here, he's clearly just trying to drum up because it's the same people that listen to his show that I just talked about. It's these older aging wrestling fans who liked it the way it used to be because it's a comfort listen for them. It's a comfort listen because they don't like modern wrestling. And Eric is playing to that crowd because he knows they don't like AEW. Okay. He's doing the Cornet grift now. This is what he's doing. And, and, and of course, Tony Khan responded to him and made all valid points. But he really shouldn't waste his time with them because that's what Bischoff is doing. And if this is all some kind of work between the two of them, I think less of Tony for that because he is above that. This is beneath him to do this sort of thing with Eric Bischoff. And I don't think that's the case, but there's some people who do. Eric Bischoff had a chance at modern wrestling and they fired him from SmackDown. He didn't even last six months. So he, he he can't say a word to Tony Khan. Okay. Who actually understands modern wrestling and is doing a show that's growing? Eric Bischoff didn't last six months with SmackDown. And he was hired as a gimmick to begin with, and he couldn't even last six months because he's lost and he doesn't know what he's doing. And he had 18 months of success in a 35 year career. So I can't take Eric Bischoff seriously. Give me a break. He's doing a gimmick. And unfortunately, There's money
1: in that. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value off again that's arena club.com slash v-o-w net arena club.com slash v-o-w net for 10% off your first purchase on arena club and we thank them for sponsoring the voice of wrestling podcast network
0: all right, what do we got left here
1: uh crown jewel if you want to get into it real quick i i didn't i don't have any super super strong thoughts about crown jewel i watched uh i watched little matches here and there i wasn't able to watch all of it uh today but uh uh, quick, quick, pithy thoughts on Crown Jewel so we can get to Bound for Glory here before we get out.
0: Crown Jewel, fired up, Rich.
1: Yeah, I know you are. Yeah, so we'll <laughs> have to get you down here. We got 20, we got 50 minutes to get out of here. So, yeah, what do you got?
0: This was the best Saudi show they've done. I thought that uh, on on all of the other Saudi shows, the crew basically bails it in, and you could tell they don't want to be there. Yeah. They want to get the fuck out of Dodge as fast as they can. I thought everybody worked hard on this show.
1: Everything that I saw was good. I was kind of surprised. I, I jumped in little parts here and there. We'll, we'll we'll talk about a few of the matches, but yeah, I thought all the work that I saw was really really good.
0: Yeah, it, it, yeah. It uh this was nothing like the other Saudi shows, which were all some of the worst shows you'll ever see. I mean, they were just horrendously awful shows. This was not that. Everybody worked hard. Um. I guess I should...
1: Uh, I got the card the here real card. quick, so I'll, I'll lead you down through this. Uh, and and the cr-
0: I want to say this, too. I thought this was the best crowd, Saudi crowd, to date as well. Yeah, they so I was going to bring lively. that up.
1: That is in my notes. This was a crowd that seemed to care about the wrestlers. It seemed to care about what was going on. Like, they didn't always go... They, didn't, they weren't always in line with what WWE wanted them to be in line with. Like, a lot of them were you know more cheering Drew McIntyre than 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 Big e. but you know Xavier a lot of them were all in on Xavier Woods versus Finn Balor a lot of them were all in on Goldberg versus Lashley like but they were excited like they seemed to care and they see where a lot of times those shows are just kind of like they'll pop for a few of the guys that they knew or they pop for a few of the stuff these felt like fans that that cared and wanted to be there and and, and cared about the, the the wrestlers so i was kind of surprised by that it was kind of cool to 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 see that so
0: yeah, you didn't have like your dignitaries sitting there on couches mulling. No, around, it was like, just like, like fans. It was, it was a lot of
1: young. Fans. It was a lot of like young teenagers yeah. and young kids or whatever. So yeah, and it and it came across on the show too. It sounded like one of the hottest WWE shows of the year, with the way the crowd was. No, it was, was
0: so. it, no, it was a great crowd. Um, the best Saudi crowd, and and it maybe the wrestlers fed off of that too because I thought everybody works hard, especially considering the level of work we usually get on these shows. So. Uh, So
1: I did not see this, but uh, real quickly, Edge, Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell. I've heard uh, heard good good things so far. Yeah, okay, so I will check that one out. I've heard nothing but good things about it.
0: It got a little melodramatic towards the end, um, but for the most part, it was really good. And it was a match that I really wanted to hate a lot because I'm really sick of Edge. He did another uh, chair in the ring spotlight promo on Mm -hmm. SmackDown. I don't know if you caught that. Um, Seth Rollins brought him to
1: this point, brought him to this area. Now he's got to do this. Even though he doesn't and, want to and, do this and been brought and, here.
0: And 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 and, and Seth. <laughs> I am going to destroy your soul and his face shakes, and yeah. he's just such a cornball, and I can't take <laughs> It's it.
1: tough. Yeah.
0: And um, but but I really wanted to hate the match, but I couldn't. It was really good. A little okay, melodramatic cool. at the end. But,
1: yeah, but which um, is which is to be expected for sure. With the
0: with edge wins clean, the clean the fucking curb stomp into the chair, and then um it they the the, the the way the announcers were talking is the feud is going
1: to be over. Um all right, so then we'll move on here uh, Mansour versus Mustafa Ali. I did not see this one either. Mansour gets the gets the big win in his uh, his home country, so good for him.
0: Mansour with the dub. We all yeah. saw that coming. Yeah, so, that was Yeah, that was, that was, it, was, it was, you know, it was a good it was a second hour raw match. It was yeah.
1: fine. Yeah. Uh I'm I was led to believe some random person came down and beat up Ali.
0: Okay, I, I'm. I should have put it in my notes. It was like some karate,
1: karate guy or something, right? What the hell's going on here?
0: Yeah, Saudi Arabian Olympian.
1: Okay. Uh, oh, okay. All right. All right.
0: So he was like a national hero, and he when he took off the the, the gimmick, the mask or whatever, he um the the crowd went crazy. Oh, okay,
1: He'd so everybody knew who he was and stuff. So
0: yeah, and then he gave a karate kick to fucking Ali <laughs> and like the land.
1: So, okay, that's... he's a karate guy. He's yeah. A karate yeah. Kick. Well, I... as
0: Michael Cole said, a karate player.
1: Karate player. (laughs)
0: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Incredible. I don't know if he meddled or anything, but I know he he was uh okay. they were okay. saying was, uh... all right. and, and it was funny cuz the announcers acted like we should have recognized him
1: that's what he- i mean like I, I, i'm glad the fans there recognize it but yeah i don't know that like i know all my i don't know my karate players joe so i'm i'm down I, uh, on my uh
0: unless it's bruce lee i don't know <laughs> right? any i know one
1: players. karate player okay.
0: that's the karate uh, player right? i know
1: glacier and uh, bruce lee are the only yeah. karate players that i know so
0: steven Segal and
1: right right i don't know too many others so uh rk bro, randy orton and riddle uh defeated aj styles and omos
0: yeah, it just is a raw match. It was fine.
1: Queen of the Ring tournament finals. The, or sorry, the Queen's Crown. I'm sorry, the Queen's Crown uh, tournament finals. Zelina Vega defeats Dewdrop to uh, become the Queen of the Ring.
0: Queen's yeah, I Crown. Mean, win the Queen's Z-Zalina, Crown. I don't know. So Zelina Vega just stinks. I mean, you know, Dewdrop is fine. The gimmick is horrible. But she can wrestle a little. Zelina Vega is just not a good pro wrestler. So you know, it, it's the best you're going to get out of her.
1: Uh, I also saw here, this, uh, this match went five minutes and 55 seconds. I think the total time for this entire queen's crown was what, like under 30 minutes or something. I think it's pretty, uh, pretty wild. But, uh, this is when I jumped into the, the show. Then I watched pretty much everything else after this Goldberg defeated Bobby Lashley, no holds barred falls count anywhere. 11 minutes. This was uh, kind of fun. I kind of enjoyed this match.
0: No, no, listen, I, we're probably going to get buried again, but I,
1: I thought I, <laughs> Goldberg it. I like Goldberg rules. It Goldberg's great. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, Goldberg and Brock rule. And I like when those guys are on these shows. So
0: Like I really think that this one was good though. Like I could
1: see No, 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 no. Like this was a good one. match. I swear to God this was a good match. I swear. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was two big dudes, big, two big hosses just doing big shit to each other. It was it fucking ruled. Yeah. This was great.
0: They're telling us in the chat room that that guy won the silver medal. So oh,
1: there you go. Well, a good, good for him. That's a big moment then. Good.
0: Legitimate karate player
1: <laughs> right, An all-time great Saudi Arabian karate player So good for him yeah. So. yeah. Uh, but yeah, watch Goldberg Lashley That match fucking rocked, man
0: You know what sucks about winning a silver medal in a combat sport? That means you lost your last fight in the Olympics Like, the bronze medalist wins his last fight Right, because it's like,
1: right, yeah, you got to go to the podium with like a a, a busted lip or whatever, you know, with an L.
0: like you coming yeah. off an L, like the gold medal winner won, the bronze medal winner won, you lost. Like, that's <laughs> what sucks about being the silver medalist.
1: Uh, Xavier Woods defeated Finn Balor to become the king of the ring. I thought this match was really good. These guys worked their asses off in this match, Xavier in particular. I have not seen him work like this in, in a long, long time, and this, uh, I don't exactly know why, but this seems to be very important for him to win this King of the Ring, and good for him. I mean, hey, it was the right call to make. I was so worried. I was you know WWE. We yeah. we have watched WWE our entire lives, and I was so worried that with all the build-up to Xavier Woods being like, hey, I want to win King of the Ring, or this has been my life dream, or this is something I really care about. I thought with all that buildup and all that intrigue and all that sort of stuff that they would just go, ha 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 ha. Heat and Finn Balor would beat him but no they just had Xavier Woods win which was the great it was perfectly what it should have been and it was a good moment and a cool moment and, and he's a guy who I think will, will, will do some pretty fun stuff with this king of the ring so I'm perfectly fine with that result I thought this match way over deliver what I thought it was going to be too I thought they, they busted their ass in this match too so
0: yeah I don't know if he's working but it, he sure convinced people that it was important to him yeah and which is cool pro, yeah and that's what pro wrestling is all about
1: yeah, everything so, should be important to every uh, – no matter what title you're going for, no matter what. It was the thing that we always got mad about with Tetsuya Naito and the Intercontinental title all yeah. those many years ago is that why do I care about the title if you don't care about the title? And and, right. and Xavier Woods kept saying, hey, look, I care about this King of the Ring. And maybe it was a little dorky at first. You're like, oh, who cares about the King of the Ring? But you were like, fuck, this guy really cares about the King of the Ring, and I hope he wins this match because, man, he wants to put that crown on. Yeah. And then he beat Finn Balor, and he put the crown on and It was like, oh, wrestling. <laughs> like Wrestling could be fun if you just do it, you know? So that was cool. That was really good stuff here. Uh, Biggie, Drew McIntyre, another match that I thought guys just worked their asses off during this match too. This was really good here. But Biggie and Drew McIntyre just.
0: you didn't watch the, like you watched the whole show. I thought you like. You uh, were the
1: last like, oh, half of the show. The last, I just didn't watch Zelina Vega and Dewdrop or Mansour versus Ali, but I watched everything else.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, they did work hard. I think though that this was like the prototypical WWE World Title. Main yeah, event this this style was match. like your pay per
1: view like, WWE main event or whatever, which yeah. is a style that like it's good like they, they've got it down to a science now at this point it's like always good but sometimes leaves you a little empty and I, I would say at parts I was a little empty in this match but I thought you know for everything that they did it was it, it was good and they did seem to work a little hard uh, you know pretty hard in it but yeah it is kind of it did, it did fit the template to it to, to a little bit but biggie got the win there so again these are guys that like if they're really gonna get serious about this biggie is a guy you have to push the rest of the year you need to push biggie this can't be a Okay, well, Bobby Lashley lost this match. Now he can go back and win the title. Like this, that's a dude you got to push. You know, Xavier's a guy you got to push. Like, cause it's it's go time now. The rest of this year for WWE, if they're gonna build these new stars and get things going. So, uh, unfortunately, triple threat match, WWE SmackDown Women's Title. uh, Becky Lynch defeats Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. I thought this was. I wanted to like this match a little bit more but it was it's a triple threat so obviously that always kind of limits my my intrigue uh, no matter what it doesn't matter who's in a triple threat match I'm always a little less intrigued than a, than a singles match but uh this was a little clunky at times there was a, there was parts of this match that I really really liked but I thought there was a lot of it that was a little clunky and uneven and then you know you have the finish where Becky Lynch you know rolls up uh forget she rolled up Bianca correct? Yeah
0: and it held the, ro- and then no, held the rope. No she rolled up Sasha. Oh she, okay that's
1: right that's right that's right. It was After it was, they all
0: look these they, I hated this. I thought it stunk. I hate this whole like four-way feud. I think it's all just bad. This is the worst of WWE. They never book these situations well because they're trying to book all four of these women equally. And that just doesn't fucking fly. Someone has to just – no one can just win these matches. Right, right. Always... Someone has to have an out. Someone has to have it interfered. Someone has to have held the rope. It's boring drivel. I hate it. And they never booked these situations well. Because they're afraid to put anybody over somebody else. And, you know, and and that's the problem here. So, and I thought the match was sloppy too. You know, Becky, I think, is still shaking the rust off. And she's not a great wrestler to begin with. So, I I don't know. I just didn't like any of this. I hate this whole story. I hate the whole four-way feud. I hate the triple threat matches. This This was junk. It stunk. I didn't like it at all.
1: Um. Some people in the chat room were letting us know, too, about the, uh, the Saudi karate uh, athlete yeah. or what was it, karate player. Karate player. Uh, so he lost his last fight, but if you remember this, he got DQ'd because he knocked a guy out.
0: Why is that a DQ? I'm I don't know. To
1: kicking too them. much ass. It's a classic WWE kicking too much ass thing. So. I don't know
0: anything about like Olympic karate. <laughs> yeah, sports, I
1: don't know. I don't so. know enough either. So. Sounds
0: like he should have the gold medal. It sounds it's like,
1: not... yeah. He, he kicked a lot of ass, so he should have won the gold medal. So. sounds
0: like he should have snatched that medal off the guy that was knocked out and, and hightailed it out of, <laughs> it out of <laughs> If Tokyo,
1: I know anything about you know? combat sports, yeah, that's what he should have done. So Yeah. But uh, alas, he did he did not do that. So um, All right. Now this. My backup mouse isn't working anymore. Oh uh, then gosh. the main event was uh, Roman and, and, and Brock, which. Um, yeah.
0: So the big thing was Paul Heyman tossed the belt, the referee was knocked out, Brock was out, Roman was out, Heyman threw the belt right in between Brock and Roman, and symbolism.
1: Said,
0: you know, so you still don't know whose side he's on, yeah. and all this, and you're supposed to think that he's playing both sides and just siding himself. I hate this story. I, I think Paul Heyman's overacting. This is the worst work he's done in his entire career. I find it so off-putting and awful. Yeah. His the dumb, Paul Heyman <laughs> <looks> makes
1: <laughs> big eyes while and, Roman talks story. Yeah. And
0: is my, 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 my tribal chief, my, 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 like act. it's just, it's so over the top and corny and just, I, I don't like it at all. Um, but the way the finish came across is that it doesn't look like Brock is done because it looked like he was kind of like felt like he got robbed and he yeah. was seen. Brock looks so. great
1: by the way. How great did Brock? I mean, yeah, he, he was, did. He look great. He always he comes to work shredded. He's got yeah, the beard. He's yeah. He's, he's ready to go.
0: He always comes to work. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> ta- yeah. You, you cash that check. That.
1: Brock's coming yeah. to work. So, yep. Uh, so that was crown jewel. Um, some good, some bad, some I didn't see, but, uh, and there was a karate athlete on a karate player. Uh, all right, let's talk about uh, Bound for Glory here, and then we'll get out uh, this weekend. Impact Wrestling's Bound for Glory. Uh, some pretty interesting stuff on this card Impact World title, Christian Cage defending against Josh Alexander, which a lot of people uh, have circled as a, a potentially a big moment for Josh Alexander. Maybe he wins it. Maybe they kind of get, maybe it's not this time, but at least it gets him in the conversation, gets him started to do it. But uh, I am very fascinated in that match. That sounds like a really, really fun match, Cage versus Alexander.
0: Yeah, well, Josh Alexander will be in AEW before long. I think that's uh, pretty much given. I think the moment he's available, Tony Khan's going to scoop him up. I think that Impact has lost a lot of steam since Kenny Omega hasn't been around. And, you know, uh, no disrespect to Christian Cage. But, yeah, this can be a uh, a great match for sure for this title here.
1: no one to there's yeah. a
0: chance Alexander could win, right? Yeah, I, that's
1: what I'm thinking. Yeah, they yeah. I, they might want to stretch it out a little bit and have Alexander work and work and work a little bit. But yeah. sometimes maybe just, you know what? Hey, if Cage is like, hey, I, you know, I wasn't really hanging hanging <laughs> around here for like, you know, three months or whatever. This might be the great opportunity to move it on to Alexander uh, and, and, and get his reign uh, started as well. But I'll be interested in watching that match for sure. Uh, Knockouts title: Diana Perazoo versus Mickey James. Kind of interested in that one as well. Kind of bleeding in uh, from some you know, stories from some other companies and all this sort of stuff. They're they're brawling in horse pens and shit, and uh, it should be pretty fun. Uh, Impact Digital Media Championship Joe I know you've been uh, on on eggshells waiting to see what happens with this Impact Digital Media Championship John Schuyler Crazy Steve your boy Crazy Steve Falaba Jordan Grace Chelsea Green and Tenille Dashwood battling for the Impact Digital Media Championship
0: Yeah this is intergender shit I don't I don't care
1: It's kind of junky too and the, and the people that are in there too are just kind of yeah. yeah here's the thing you got nothing else for Jordan Grace like this feels like a wait. I mean, you read some of those other names, and you're like, you got nothing else for Jordan Grace?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I z- I have less than zero interest in yeah, any of this. I, don't, I just I don't, don't care.
1: Uh, call your shot gauntlet match. Uh, call your shot gauntlet match. Rich Swan, Brian Myers, Moose, W. Morrissey, Chris Saban, and fifteen other competitors.
0: Alrighty then. I don't know
1: where Impact's going to find fifteen more people, but hey, good for them. So
0: tired of briefcases. Tired of calling your shot. Just I'm I'm tired of all of that. But uh, I don't know. We'll see who comes away with uh, calling their shots. Yeah, uh,
1: unfortunately for the X Division title, they're doing they're doing this. Triple threat match here. Three-way dance. Trey Miguel, Steve Macklin, and El Fantasmo. Now, they're, if you've been watching the build to this, Steve Macklin's been cutting some really good promos. He's been kind of interesting. Uh, El Fantasmo is obviously a guy that we both love. Trey Miguel, I love in the ring. Uh, so it's pretty fun. I just you know obviously don't love the, the, the three-way dance aspect of this match. But I think this is going to be pretty fun for the most part. But it's just... It, it, I, I, I'm biased. I just I, I don't like freeway dances. So I, I hate someone that in
0: here. the Discord pitched a really good idea. They said that Phantasmo should win and then Impact should get the X division title on a Wrestle Kingdom show.
1: Yeah, sounds great.
0: So that's uh that's actually a really good idea.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a perfect opportunity for that, for sure. And it's not a title that that like is essential to the company right now, especially if they're they're starting this digital media championship and you got the knockouts title and the world title. There's there's enough to do uh, where you might not need that for for a little bit if, if Phantasmo. if he truly is going back but if even if he's hanging around for a little bit you can use him for you know the next couple months uh, and then put him on Wrestle Kingdom he's yeah.
0: one of these guys that New Japan is just trying to get work any way they yeah. can yeah which
1: is so, so. if your impact make the most of that so yeah I, I would he seems like the one I would definitely probably want to put the title on and he's he's got great social media game too so I think he, he he's definitely the person I would probably give it to. Uh, Impact Knockouts Tag Team Titles. You got Decay, Havoc, and Rosemary versus the II Inspiration here, Cassie Lee and Jessica McKay.
0: I mean, I think it was a good idea to sign them. It was obvious that AEW didn't really have any interest because if they did, they would be there. But I think that's um a really good move for Impact. Oh, great move! Great to move to for Impact
1: for sure. I mean, Impact and ROH both should 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 have tried to get them as quick as they could. So I'm good. Yeah,
0: and I'm Impact glad. got them, and and I think it's a good sign. I mean, I've no interest in this match, but it. I think it's a good signing for. It. Yeah. Oh, they
1: have they have that aura. You know what I mean? They have an aura around them. They they have they have their fans. They. I mean, this is yeah, yeah this yeah. is a good move to do. I mean, if who knows what the business ramifications are going to be? It's not going to you know turn Impact around, but like yeah, you get extra eyeballs on your product no matter how you can do it if you're Impact and and, and yeah, these people are, are you know Cassie and, and, and Jessica are both great ones to to pick up to do that. So uh Heath versus uh, Heath and TBA versus Violent by Design Eric Young. Deaner or Joe Doring.
0: Well, we'll see who that TBA is.
1: <laughs> it's it's probably Rhino, right?
0: I mean, it would make sense. Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, and then finally, Impact World Tag Team titles. Um, I think it's being decided as of right. Let me see if this actually happened because I think it was going to be decided on uh, on Impact uh, because there was an OR. I believe somebody was challenging for yeah. the rights to do this, but I do not know. We're, we're recording this as.
0: Impact is happening.
1: Ah, oh, it's a three-way. Damn it! They're doing a three-way. <laughs> ah, crap. God,
0: the fucking three. Can we stop?
1: Doing that <laughs> stop. All right. So it was supposed to be either Finjuice or the Bullet Club, but now it's the Good Brothers, Doc Gallows, and Carl Anderson defending the Impact World Tag Team Titles against Finn Juice and also against Chris Bay and Hikaleo or Hikaleo, the Bullet Club contingency. So, well, all right. There you go. So that's that's bound for glory. Not the most exciting bound for glory they've ever done, but uh, uh, Christian and Josh Alexander, I'm into. Deanna Perrazzo and Mickey James, I'm into.
0: That's in front of fans.
1: Yeah, it's in front of fans, and I'm I'm interested in the Trey Miguel, Steve Macklin, El Fantasma too, because I think Fantasma's pretty fun. Uh, a lot of the other stuff, and eh, not so much, but uh, you know, it's impact these days. So you you got to take what you can get. But yeah, a few of the matches sound pretty good, but uh, we'll have uh, a bunch of stuff up at uh, VoicesOfWrestling.com. Andrew Sinclair is going to do some uh, reviews and previews of all that sort of stuff. So anyway, that is Mount for Glory, and that is it for the Flagship Podcast. So uh, Joe, patreon.com slash voices of wrestling if you want additional content from us. you There is so
0: much fucking content. There's a lot,
1: and I got a lot more coming up this weekend as well. So yeah, tell people what they can get there at patreon.com.
0: Oh my God! Well, you can re- recap all eighteen nights of the G One,
1: <laughs> including it was a show or
0: whatever. <laughs> if, you yeah. would, if you would, uh, if you would like to do that, no. But we have the big New Japan update with the Shibata return details and the Ibushi details stuff. You're not going to get uh, really anywhere else details in that update. That's on the five dollar tier. I referenced earlier that uh, that column I wrote breaking down the uh, the embarrassing Friday night uh, for WWE last Friday and going head to head with rampage. Normally that's $10 content that's on the $5 tier as well. So uh, rich has those NBA intelligentsias up NFL intelligentsia comes out every week last week. I just whiffed and forgot to do it. That's uh, not the best sell for this, uh, for this paid content, but um, there will be an NFL intelligentsia this week, match of the week, each and every week, every Monday morning, a new match of the week goes up. You never know what I'm going to pull out of my archives. And then everybody has a fun time discussing the uh, the match of the week, both behind the paywall and behind our paywall rooms on our Discord. So, uh, yeah, there's just a shit ton of stuff going on. CM Punk series
1: uh, still ongoing as well. That, that You'll get a new episode of that, hopefully, this weekend. CM Punk Best in the World. Uh, also, hopefully, a new episode of the Daniel Bryan series as well, going through the uh, uh, Daniel Bryan's journey in WWE between WrestleMania 28 and WrestleMania 30. You should be, hopefully, getting one of those uh, by the end of the month, you'll definitely get one. You'll definitely get a CM Punk best in the world, or at least one or two of those uh, over the next two weeks. That's me going back and watching old, good CM Punk matches. So,
0: yeah. So, so much going on. I mean, every day there's two or three pieces of content going up. So,
1: yep. And these live. Yeah, you listen to the flagship live. Join the No Dopes chat room. Good stuff on Discord too. So, plenty of options for you over there at uh, Patreon.com/voiceswrestling, or you can just go to Patreon, search the flagship, and you should be able to find it uh, yep. uh, via that search as well. So for Joe. I'm Rich. We'll talk to you next time on the Flagship Podcast. Take care.